next to me Baby girl shake it, let this shit move Yeah baby stress for me She got that water, baby girl put it on me Save your best for me Will you put that pussy on me baby girl I was stressed for weeks, I need a stress relief She said fuck that rubber Baby girl a diamond She my fucking mate bitch I ain't trippin' by no side bitch I done knocked the fucking screws Loose need in alignment She was giving brain just like that bitch Just went to college You know the assignment You know the assignment We can go and pick up that new reef And we can ride it Need you right beside me Need you right beside me She gon' hold that fire inside her purse She be on time And my bitch gon' squeeze and suck me up That bitch suck it so sloppy I cannot make There's Ryan's own Swifty playing in the background, and he's actually in the building. You know, one of our lifelong friends. Shout out to you for coming by today. You know how it goes, brother. You know what I'm saying? Stopping by. But for those who don't know, if you're new here, I am Sound, your weekly host here at the Club Ambition Podcast, is AKA Cap, episode 90 right here. We have Marloon in the building. Engineering, holding it down per usual. You know I'm always gonna hold this shit down for bro. life, right there. Come on, bro. <laughs> you Pose. know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 but man, yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, this is one of my best friends. One of the people that, when it comes to music, especially, you know, the actual precipice of this channel. When you know we started doing reactions and the discovery of music, he was one of the friends that only. One of the people I only speak to is about specific artists and certain things, especially like new up and coming ones. He's always been tapped in since high school. We've always talk, talked about Gunna, Playboy, uh, uh, Party Next Door, certain people before they even like yeah, blew you, up. You better watch him. Huh? Like he was very tapped in. I know what you're just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, not Playboy Cardi, uh, Marlon's trash, Arch, Arch trash, Nemesis. Trash. Um, but yeah, you know, Isaiah, aka Swifty, Dollar Sign Swifty, um, was one of those people that was always tapped in early on to artists. So. We definitely had to have him come through. He's gonna come through again multiple times. He's this, this is his home. We can come through whenever. Mm -hmm. But he's gonna you know talk about a lot of topics today with us, break down stuff in a fun way. You know our typical commentary. We missed you guys. We've been doing a couple interviews. You know, but yeah, it shit feels weird, bro. It feels like we haven't done this shit in a I while. I know. A minute, right? Bro, I've been dying to talk some shit. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I've been dying to talk some shit. Yeah, There's a lot of topics that. to talk about. Chitter chatter. You know what I'm saying? I'll be, I'm gonna chitter chatter it up today. You know, <laughs> Gossip Central. There's so much shit to talk about, but yeah, man. You know, we we're on all audio platforms as well. Make sure to check out the audio of the podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Stitcher. We're everywhere. You know, we're gonna get back on SoundCloud. I gotta get back to the SoundCloud uploads because I know some people will listen to us on SoundCloud. That's gonna come back soon. But if you're watching on YouTube, we appreciate you, but also make sure to check out the audio. And if you're on audio, if you're driving around, hey, you know, whenever you get the chance, watch us on YouTube as well. 
But we're back. Episode 90 is crazy. 10 episodes away from episode 100. Maybe do something special. We don't know. God willing, maybe. We need to. We might, you know, we got some special connects that we might tap into and have it happen to, for the people, you know, for the fans. They, they deserve something special, bro. 100 episodes is crazy. 100%. Crazy. I thought it was episode 89 today, but I'm realizing the damn is episode 90. That's some, some major shit right there. Special. You know what I'm saying? Y'all so need something big for episode 100. We have to, bro. Yeah, do like a. You have a special guest or something. Do the do this podcast at the park. Something crazy <laughs> on the in the park. Yeah, like, like make, take this whole shit outside. It might be hot, but we we gonna figure it out. You know, we might have to yeah. make that call. You know, call Mike Tyson, someone big, <laughs> <laughs> someone big. You know, to show some love for us. But speaking of problems, we'll start with some problems local topics. Um, PBD Fest. You know, I have the boycott post that went up. And I've been getting a lot of feedback of people are on it. People are on board with not going to PBD Fest this year. When is it again? Of, so September 8th or 9th, something so, like that. So he didn't change the date back. So the date's not being changed back. Brett Smiley, the mayor, allegedly is considering changing back the block party rule, etc. You know, I'm in an email thread right now with his team to potentially have him stop in here, you know, or something. We want to get him on the platform, get an interview. But everywhere I've gone in person, people have been showing me love and supporting the PBD Fest. A boycott that I'm posting because I mean, wh- why who, not? Who exactly? Who wouldn't? That, that, if it's not broken, don't fix it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, what the fuck's the issue? And a lot of people also like realize, like, damn, like, is he trying to fuck shit up for the like the black people? Like, like without me even saying it, people already felt that way. That's what made me want to vocalize it more. Cause, bro, that shit is wild when you really think about it. Other than that, what else do we really have that's for the city? Obviously, Daytro, but like a public event that's free. People go. We never had that until PBD Fest. Yeah, you know nah. what I'm saying? So PBD Fest was the was the wave, and now this man is trying to change the wave and trying to make it more polished and, in my opinion, just whitewash the shit. To be straightforward, he's trying to whitewash it. So people have been, you know, in agreeance. It's been going viral. So many people keep talking about it. Every time I go out in, out in person, bro, people bring it up like, that PBD shit, PBD Fest, bro, this shit's crazy, bro. With that shit, he's fucked up for that. And so people want me to, like, almost damn near like, do, like, a street protest boycott. I don't know. I don't nah, know about doing nah. all that. I'm, not, I'm trying to... I'm not, listen, maybe... Nah. We know how PVD can get, Yeah, bro. before I had a yeah, son, nah. and maybe I put my life at risk, but I don't know about doing that protesting shit, guys. You know, God bless. You know, maybe if someone wants to do an event that day or that weekend, PVD Fest, do it now. Announce it now, and I can help promote it. Maybe have people go there instead of going to PVD Fest. Yeah. I know cool. I'm not going. It's in September anyways. I probably was not going to go. With this weather, we don't know what the fuck the weather's gonna be. It's September. It might snow. I feel like bro, it was just so weird. Bro. It might snow sooner. Bro. Wasn't it? School, school starts. Bro, and, already, and, the anniversary you know happened like, for the last year's one. Already happened. Uh, it was like September last week. So that weird. Was never in September. It was always in June. June, July. It was always in June, July. I think the last time I was at PBD Fest. When that nigga was shooting in the air, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. But I, he wasn't from there. Ne- it was I've, in fucking Boston. I never went there. Shit, I never went there again. I've never been. But he's from Boston. I've from Boston. After I, I saw that shit, I was like, "You recording audio on the Mortal Broadcaster too, right?" No. Press it now, just in case. Let's start it now. Yep. So um, secret, if anything. Yeah, Back nah, up. but so yeah. niggas from Boston was shooting in the air, <sighs> shooting everywhere, ruining it for everybody, shooting everywhere. But you know, it wasn't like a representation think, of the but do city. Do you think that's like what? The stigma is like they're not trying to. They're trying to prevent like people. It from could be, but at the same time, like I don't know. Because what if it was a white person that shot in the air? You know what I'm saying? Right. Is he trying to be racial with it because the it was a black person, <laughs> a person of color that shot in the air? But was at it? the same time, was we it? had PBD Fest after that happened. Right. And it went fine. The yeah. one after it went fine. So yeah. it's just bullshit. And then there's rumors behind the scenes. I'm tapped in allegedly. Breast Smiley. 
Your team is mad at you. Brett Smiley's team, inner circle rumblings, are they're saying that they're not happy with this decision with PVD Fest. So it's not just the people. His own team is upset with it. So it's him being stubborn and his ego trying to stroke it and just trying to say, hey, I'm going to do it my way. I don't care what people say. But his own team is against it. So it's some bullshit whitewashing narrative that I think is In all honesty, happening. man, I just feel like nobody should just go. That's it. Yeah. Just don't go. Just don't go. That's the way to ride it. Honestly. Yeah, don't go. Yeah. They and then next it. year they're going to make it. They're going to have to make it better. They're going to have to. And if they don't, don't go again. Yep. No facts. And then the people going to make their own shit. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Also, shout out to Jaleel. We had a, a very dope interview with Jaleel that dropped last week. Make sure to check it out. Jaleel, Rhode Island artist. Um, and Jaleel, again, going viral. He went viral again over the weekend. Uh, Drake was like leaving comments, and now Drake follows him and everything. Hey, after we connected, now Drake wants to connect with Julie. That's crazy. Listen, man, that's crazy. It was that it's clip 100, at the Summer Smash Festival. Hundred episode. Drake, always one one degree. Was it ten degrees of separation or one degree of separation from like a major person all the time? Every time, every time. That's how life is. But Jaleel went viral because he had that clip at the uh, Lyrical Lemonade Festival, Cole Bennett's Festival. Where he came out in crutches and he took off the crutches and started performing, and Drake mm-hmm. commented below it, followed Jaleel. J- bro, Jaleel, <laughs> was, Jaleel, yeah. Jaleel was plotting, remember? He said, Yeah, you know, I gotta do this, this, and that. But Jaleel's, Jaleel's smart marketing as genius, fuck, bro. bro. Marketing genius. Like, he be plotting, he knows like what bro. he has to do to get he the says attention. Something I like. He said something I, that stuck with me. He was like, He's like, it's not even about the talent anymore. It's just about like how you play the internet, how you, how you feed into like, Mm-hmm. What people want to see, and then maybe, like, if the song's good, then they'll check out the song. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, if you can't get their attention, they're like, hundred percent. Don't matter how good the song he is, unless much, it's like exceptional, like you know what I mean. Like he pretty exceeds much said, everything. Just make the internet your bitch. Yeah, you gotta, a, like, I think Isaiah Swifty's an example of that because I was talking to like, was it Israel Wusu and Israel Wusu was like, oh, if that best for me song. He was like, yo, if, if bro, he was like, if Drake made that song. It'll be number one song in the world right now. He's like, sometimes people just don't fucking blah, 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 blah. But it goes back to the Jaleel shit. If Isaiah was out here fucking dying his hair, doing jumping up and down, and doing backflips like Jaleel, you know, it, it'll get the attention. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, you See, know. That, that's, that's just time my, my, pers- it's about my personality. Timing. Don't You know what I mean? Like a lot of, of I'd be nervous, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And I'd like, be closed in, feel me? Yeah, so like, yeah. I would like, really, I want to be on some crazy shit, but like, it's just not who I am, so. It's not I can't force are. it. I can't. I can't make Lisa. Nah, nah. Like Jaleel is really just that. He just got bro. that raw energy. Like that's just him. Exactly. We that's just who he is. You seen that photo that um Devo Big Bands? Uh, what was that group? Devo Big Bands. Uh, P Guapo. What was that group called? PBD. PBD. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yo, the PBD <laughs> niggas when we had the Rise event, um, AS220 oh, years yeah. ago. Crazy. Then what was that song that they performed? Uh, what the drugs at, nigga? What the, what the drugs at, nigga? What the drugs at? It was hard. I was like, what the fuck? These niggas were like, can we just perform? They were not even on the bill. We didn't have them lined up for the show. Bro, bro. They were like, yo, can we just perform? I'm like, yo, go rock out. Them yeah, niggas yeah, they can't it. remember. They was just walking around. Was just walking 20 around. at the they, bar. They yeah. were dying to perform. And me and I were and like, fuck I never forget. It was P. Guapo. It was um, <laughs> Devo. And then that one other, I can't remember his name. Bro, Jaleel was with them niggas. He was around them niggas yeah. all the time. They posted the photos with them thrown back with Jaleel. And Jaleel wow. used to have his hair dyed. Shut that whole shit down. He was basically Bro, they PBD. did three songs. I'm like... Bro, yeah, crazy. I was a fiend from that day. I swear to God. <laughs> where the drugs at, nigga? Where the drugs that at, nigga? Shit was hard. Someone tell me where, where the, the drugs, drugs at, nigga. <laughs> nigga had me running around. I'm like, where are the drugs? Where are the drugs? That I'm like, nigga, was, we gotta get some drugs for these niggas. Crazy, bro. Crazy. The niggas were like minors, like 16, talking about yeah, where yeah, the drugs yeah, at. I'm like, where are the drugs? Yeah. High school is going I'll stupid. never forget it, <laughs> bro. But that's impact. Yeah. yeah. 
Because, like, you know, God bless them niggas. They all separated now. You know, they're each doing their thing. Not even really excelling too much attention musically, but that's a memory that's never going to leave me. Like, them no, niggas going on never, stage and bro. singing that, those, saying those words. <laughs> never, bro. Bro. Now, Listen, me and Michael to this day, bro, we <laughs> thought that he'd be like, yo, what's that one song? I forgot what he said. Something I got. I brought the sand to the beach or some sandy cheeks, some shit crazy. Hey, bro, I got to find it. You're going to play at the end, bro. Bro, they bro. used to go hard. Crazy. They used to go hard. Crazy. Yeah. Devo crazy. and P. Guapo used to go crazy. Yeah, P. we got to play so that shit at the end. Crazy. P. Guapo still dropping, so shout out to P. Guapo. Yeah. You know, so so doing his thing. So Didn't he low-key, like, <laughs> Isaiah had, like, a theory he signed to, like, Chief I Keith? I thought he was. <laughs> I think he's Glow Gang, bro. I'm not making that up, He bro. might be Glow Gang affiliated. Yo, don't quote me on that, but I could have swore, We might have a Glow gang. gang member in Providence, Rhode Island, walking the streets right now. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> you might have to get him in here. Nah, he, I think he's in L.A. now. Like, he lives out there, but... Shout out to Pete Guapo, but... Yeah. Speaking of Providence, over the weekend, um, Good Burger. For those who don't know, Good Burger 2... The movie has finally wrapped up and finished filming. After 26 days of filming in Providence, Rhode Island, they've wrapped up filming. And I was a background actor on the last day of filming. <laughs> but I think half a prop was <laughs> <laughs> in it. But I signed NDA, so I can't talk about what happened. Um, but, you know, God willing, the movie comes out hopefully this year. But it was dope to see, like, bro, like, the love they had for the city was crazy. Bro, I, I passed by Kel. Like, he got out the sprinter and stuff after the break. He passed by me. But it didn't feel right, like, asking him, like, talking to him. But looking back, I should have. Because that was my only opportunity. That was, yeah. Because at the end, I thought, maybe at the end, after being there for so long of the day, maybe they're going to talk to everyone. <coughs> but it was so late, bro. We finished, like, at 1 a.m., bro. It was, like, from 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. Mm, bro, yeah. 12 hours working as a background actor. Bro, once the movie comes out and stuff, I'll talk about more about the details. Because there was a crazy experience. Like, I just got to say one thing, bro. Yo, I don't know. My pops ever watched this, bro. Good Burger, bro. The first was my one. favorite movie ever made. I swear to yeah, God, I swear to you, bro. I played that movie at least four to five times a day on repeat. Damn. Like I'm I a dude, she's a dude. This we is when dudes. I had no cable. I had no siblings. You know, what I'm saying like was going through some things. That movie was on from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep for like three months straight. It's on YouTube right now for free. Annoying, bro. I was for annoyed real? with that movie, bro. I'm about to watch it again. I don't know why, bro, but it was just that. It was. Just it's just, I watched it again recently. It's really good, actually. It's a, it's a, it aged really well. Like, it's funny. It's like, yeah. the quality is actually pretty decent. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is that. Nah, I, knew, I, knew, I know it word for word, bro. You can put it on right now. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> sure, welcome to Good Burger. You should try to apply for the, the, the background actor thing. But it's too complicated. I would have been in the... Yeah, nah. I've heard some horror stories about that. Like, being an extra... You legit are there for like 12 hours straight. I was there with Cassius. Shout out to Cassius from Classical. Like, I was there with him. Who was it? It was Cash. Eric. Eric told me he yeah, was Yeah, Eric a, was a part of it He was like, bro, ago. he was doing um, a wipes. A month ago. You know what a wipe is? That's when you just like walk in front of the camera, like a transition. Mm. He said he was doing wipes for six hours straight. Oh my I'm God. I'm like, hey, why would you want to do that? That's how I was with the, the this one. Like they were doing so much retakes, bro. But it's like, I but think the movie's probably going to be really good because like, they really took mad attention to like every angle. I'm like, this is was, for good was it Was it always still at the... I don't know if you can say this or not, but I, I don't see why not. Was it still always at the TGI Fridays? It's Friendlies. Friendlies, Friendlies, Friendlies. Um, what do you mean always? Like, like the past? Like, like, for example, what you did. Because like I know the majority no, no, no. of the people... No, what we did wasn't there. It was more of like a concert scene. So it was okay. like at the Strand. It wasn't at the... Um, Strands in the movie? Yeah, where they filmed at the Strand. That's why the Strand was like shut down. Uh, but it wasn't... Um, I was going to say, I was like, bro, like, 
because I, I saw a lot of people always post the shit at Friday, so I was like, they're doing mad scenes over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Keith Davidson in that movie? I can't talk too much, nigga. I might get arrested. He better not fucking be, bro. Nigga, he was He's here. been in every single fucking movie that's released <laughs> he was, for like though, the past month. From the cameo, month. from the cameo, he, I, I posted. He was he in was. the movie. He was there. He was. He was on set. Bro, he's yeah. ruined it like so many movies for me, bro. Man, <laughs> he's in the Transformers. He was in Fast and the Furious. Watch him be in this shit. I'm I'm over it, bro. My Why God. the fuck you motherfuckers using this motherfucker so much? Transformers. Transformers made mad money. We can talk about that too later. They made mad money. I bro. still haven't watched it. I, I still haven't watched. I probably I won't watch good. it. I probably I won't it watch good. it. It's good. I, haven't, I haven't, haven't, haven't watched that shit, bro. I'm gonna watch it. But God bless. Also, speaking of Providence, though, I don't want to forget. Uh, over the weekend, I went to shout to A Rap Music. He got me into the Rick Ross, Jim Jones, Joel Santana concert over the weekend yesterday. Um, fun experience, man. Shout to A Rap Music. I'm plotting on having him in here soon. I think that'll be a huge I'm interview. I'm surprised you got in contact with him. Yeah, man, I think that might be, that could be easily, like, our biggest interview so far if we get that done. Because he hasn't really done, like, a interview, in-depth interview. He's mad low-key. He's very low-key, very introverted, but God willing, A-Rab, we make that happen. You know, I got a plot and scheme on that. But the concert was pretty dope. You know, Rick Ross. Bro, so Jim Jones and Jewels performed for, like, 20 minutes. And, like, Jewels kept saying, like, we only got 20 minutes, 20 minutes. So it was high tolerance that brought them out. It was, like, a drug. Not drug. <laughs> Let me not say drug. It's a strength. It's, like, a, it's a weed company. company. that makes some weed, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to, I think, Manny is, like, one of the owners. I suppose he's from New England, from Boston. I might interview him because, um, bro, they're blowing up right now. Like, they have a lot, they're making a lot of money off of it. They're, mm-hmm. they're rolling in deep. And they sponsor events and do stuff, shit like that. So they pay rappers what, what to do concerts. That? At the Strand, at again, the strand. So at the Strand. You know, so at the Strand, they had it. It was really dope. Um, Joel Santana and Jim Jones came out with Freaky Zeke. Freaky Zeke's like a part of Dipset. Bro, Freaky Zeke. My thing with Freaky <laughs> Zeke is I don't know if he gets paid Yo, Freaky or Zeke. what. Bro, Freaky Zeke, he's like their hype man, but I don't yeah. know if he gets paid. Because he's never <laughs> no. like on the bill, but he'll pop out. But Yo. like he has the most energy out of all them niggas, bro. He was going crazy. I'm like freaky, and he was like was, freaky. Was was was, was uh, that's crazy. Was Rick Ross just Zeke, bro? <laughs> was he just there or like? So Rick Ross was the the last performer. So he did like 30 minutes. I want to say where the fuck was I? Didn't I, I didn't hear nothing about nothing. Rick Ross yeah, yeah. coming to prof. But remember, I tried to get an interview with him. I tapped in. We I hit up um Julia from uh Bel Air and stuff because we work with Bel Air. And she was trying to make it happen, but she said that he was just so busy. Like, he, they wanted to maybe do it because I told him, like, it's a Bel Air connection. Because, bro, you, the fucking concert, the whole thing, even when Jim Jones and them were performing, in the background, all you see is, like, Bel Air logos and all the companies that Rick Ross works with. I'm like, yeah. this man is a marketing genius. Where's the bottles right now? Yeah, we Damn. ran out of Bel Air. But we got Bumble and stuff. Nah, bro, I grew up on Jim Jones, bro. I thought you about to say you grew up on Bel Air. <laughs> no, brother. <laughs> oh, you grew up alcoholic? <laughs> my, my pops loves Jim Jones, bro. My dad looks like Jim Jones. He does low-key. He looks like Jim Jones with no hair. When my dad had cornrows, my dad used to have cornrows. He had the Jim Jones roll cornrows, but the, the messy ones like Jim Jones? Messy. <laughs> Jim Jones, they always say Jim Jones looks like he does his braids and brushes them after. <laughs> 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 Nigga brushes them forward too. Not even, <laughs> not even backwards. <laughs> nah, oh bro. Jim, love, just a love Jim Jones. No bro, Jim Jones was dripped up, man. We're gonna talk about his his situation with pushing and shit. But they kind of mentioned that too. Jewels was like, my boy Jim just dropped some fire. Blah blah. blah. And Jim was like laughing, he didn't, he didn't but he didn't want to talk. But you about gotta it. know who Freaky Zeke is, bro. He's on Zeke, all the bro. old old Dipset mixtapes. Bro, Freaky Zeke's a legend, Freaky bro. Zeke, he got voicemail skits. Bro, he was on like the, dancing and going like shit. this, like. And he kept saying freaky and having people say his name freaky. And I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? Mad old niggas in there. I was the youngest nigga in that bitch. 
Yeah. Mad old niggas in that's there. That's my pops. That's my pops. But that's the demographic, you know what I'm saying? A bunch yeah. of old niggas. I wasn't complaining. I like the but vibe. That's what I'm saying. I, I didn't hear about this shit. No, because it was down, performed, bro. it was uh, promoted kind of badly because it was like a high tolerance event. So, like, that was like the main perform up uh, presentation. But it made it, they made it kind of seem as if they were kind of just popping up. They weren't really performing. And then they had Little Meech uh, popping up on the bill. Tahiri. Uh, which is a, a IG model, famous woman actress. She used to be Joe Budden's ex, um, and I think someone else. Who forgot, I forgot who else, but but Lil Meech didn't go because Lil Meech was at the uh, BT Awards. But Tahiri was there. I can't lie. When I see Rick Ross at the strand, I'm kind of like, I feel like he's bigger than that. Like he could have been like, yeah, he's but, bigger. But, but the, the, that was right kind of a small venue for him, no? Yeah, I would, I would it, yes. it wasn't sold out. Sold out. Like it wasn't packed. Packed. It didn't look packed. And it wasn't packed. I, I would have known if it was, but. You know, them niggas got money. They do not care. You know, they, <laughs> Frank, the owner, shot to Frank. I'm going to have him interview him soon, the owner of the Strand. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure, like, he gets his money. Like, they, you know, they rent out the space, whatever. Or however he does it, you know, the money's not necessarily should be an issue. Like, they probably get, get they break, what's it called, break even on the back end. Especially off of, like, drinks and shit. Because everyone that was smoking something, mad weed, it was yeah. crazy. <laughs> um, but when it comes to Jewels and Jim, they did 20 minutes. So let's say they got 20 racks. Because I don't think they're getting that much. Because they're coming from New York. They're just taking a quick two-hour drive, leaving, coming back. They had like 30 niggas with them, though. It was oh crazy. Oh, my God, bro. Man, the entourage, I hate rapper entourages with 30 niggas deep. It's that so was crazy. like, yo, they needed a, three buses, three rips of buses to get them <laughs> niggas over there. I'm trying to think of the car ride over there. It was like 16 cars, 20 cars Bro, deep. knowing them, they just flew into Warwick, bro. <laughs> And then when Rick Ross performed, <laughs> they had to get everyone off stage. So everyone, they're like, clear the stage. Rick Ross is coming. And they took Mal on to clear the stage. But Rick Ross, he performed, bro. It was pretty smooth. He did like 10, 11 records. He was going off. I'm not going to lie. But I just love Rick Ross. I would have watched him at Complex Con. Yeah. Complex Con? Yeah. Yeah, Rick Ross, bro. Yeah, I love Rick Ross, bro. I wish I knew that Rick Ross. I was trying to get Edwin, Edwin to go. Like, I, bro, I don't know what happened. Stop, Birthday bro, weekend, you know, kid. <laughs> yeah, God bless him, man. I hope Edwin, you feel better, brother. God bless you, bro. Bro, I was sick all weekend, you supposedly. You be getting me mad, but God bless you. Yeah. Edwin, yeah, <laughs> getting tight, bro. You know that would have been a dope birthday treat. A hundred percent, bro. What? You not to A-Rab. You hooked it up and shit, man. You never know, Edwin. Damn, could have backed the cougar in there. There was forty above in that bitch, just twerking it out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But um, I should have been in that bitch. Rick Ross, forty and oldest. <laughs> Rick Ross is going crazy. Shout to Rose. Rose, hopefully, hopefully we get an interview with him at some point, especially because of the Bel Air connection. Um, he needs to get me in his fucking uh, what's that shit? His car show, bro. I need to be a fucking and, and fucking just viewing everything, bro. Bel Air's not his, but he's like a, a one of the main ambassadors. The, ambassador. the main ambassador. He is the main ambassador. He's like the face of Bel Air. Like yeah. him, him and the owner, are like this, like best friends, bro. Like they're mad dope. Surprised that a fucking co whatever. He might. He's probably gonna build up to it. I wouldn't be shocked. But shout to Bel Air. Uh, shout to. Rick Ross, shout out to High Tolerance, the the weed company strand that's blowing up. Shout out to everybody at the strand. Uh, dope performance, dope presentation. I like that. I think it was really entertaining. Also, last topic when it comes to local news. So for those who don't know, camera on me because I'm about to go off. Ooh. Camera on me because I'm about to go off. Uh. So when it comes to Walmart, over the weekend, new story broke. Walmart decided to, what, is cover me? Yeah, I don't want to cut. People got to see my face for this, especially with the Walmart owners, because they might send a cease and desist. It's Silver Spring, bro. They don't go fuck. Yeah, Silver Spring might not. They, they might not care. Single fuck, That's bro. That's the worst That's Walmart. The, in the fucking states. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those who don't know, 
like we're saying here, the worst Walmart in the state by a landslide is the Silver Spring Walmart. Horrible. Right? And <laughs> at the same time, every time I go, it's actually fun because you never know what's going to happen at this yeah, Walmart. You're not it's wrong, exciting. You know, it's, an, it's an experience. It's, it's like low key is. it's like a field trip. No bullshit. You gotta keep Marlon says there's some baddies in that bitch. You, you know gotta keep saying? a weapon close. Bro. You're gonna see some ass in Bro. there, some leggings. You never Everything. know what's gonna happen in there. Everything. Ratchetness. You might you might get into a fight. <laughs> My a car might run into it. Sure, <laughs> you know, at any point, right? But the last thing I would expect was to see employees in a cage taking donations in this Walmart. Horrible cage too. And it wasn't a cage. It was it was a fake cage. <laughs> it was where they put all the bouncy balls in. Yeah. They took all the bouncy balls out and put employees in this makeshift cage to receive donations to bail them out of pretend jail to reach a $50, I guess, quota of donations. That way they can put another employee in there. And all the money was going to St. Joseph Hospital, Children's Hospitals, That's I guess, crazy. for a Children's Hospital <laughs> donation. It's like, there's so many other ways that you can be creative <laughs> and try to get money. You can literally, especially locally, like I told the, the employees that were DMing me, you guys can contact me. If you guys are in need of help to raise donations, we can help you get that awareness. Do not put your employees in a fake cage and say, bail me out of jail, let alone black employees. Mm. And people are like, oh, but the black employees, you know, they probably volunteered. They agreed to. Two things can be right. They could have agreed to. They could have been like, yeah. Oh, you're going to pay me extra? Give me a bonus? Yeah, let's do it. I could do it. Or whatever, you know. Uh, yeah, Everyone's 100%. doing it. It wasn't just the black kids. It yeah, was white was, kids as yeah. well. Okay. But it does not matter. At the end of the day, that they're wearing Walmart crazy. clothes. They're representing Walmart. So it looks like Walmart is putting black employees in a cage to receive donations. Like, there's no other way around it. It's, like, so dumb and so, like, what's it called? What do people say? Like, the word uh, tone deaf. It's so tone deaf. Like, read the room. Like, right now in this time that we're going through with so much shit happening in the world, you're going to put a black employee in a cage to receive donations? And coincidentally, today, the employee was going to stop by. He was going to stop by and do, like, a five-minute, ten-minute segment, give his perspective. But he's going to come by in a later time. Allegedly, for legal purposes, you know, all I'll say is this. I hope he runs up that bag. And he might run up that bag. I think that's what's happening behind the scenes, you know. But he's, well, he's going to come. He's going to come soon, one of these days, um, to tap in and actually give his uh, bird's eye perspective on the situation. Because I do want to know, was it his idea? Whose idea was it? Now, people are saying on Twitter, like, oh. They're not going to force you to do that. And they can't force you. They're going to tell yo, bro, uh, we're looking for volunteers to get in the cages, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I'll go, I, if they would have asked me, I would have done it. I'd do it. If I'm a young I'm kid and I work at Walmart. The cage is crazy. Bro, I'm just, I, yeah, I'm getting paid to sit there like a dickhead, bro. I'm doing it. <laughs> to be honest, they probably struggle to get donations. Like, if you just walk, because you know how they walk around with that little bucket. Not only that, bro, it's silver <laughs> spring. Who, who goes to that Walmart? People who but, ain't gonna donate, bro. But do you remember how they would give? They'll give you like the little smiley face sticker mm. if you gave them like you donated. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You put it on your hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that was cool. They had a little bucket. Yeah. <laughs> but I never donated after like I mean for years. I haven't done that in a while. But yeah, but now doing it this way is like a social. That's, that's a crazy way. They bro. got so much money and you're asking for. Don Why don't y'all donate? Yeah, fifty bucks. That's it. That's all they wanted. Fifty bucks, bro. To raise fifty bucks, like every time, and swap people, employees. Don't even got Apple Pay in that bitch. 
<laughs> and then if you gotta think about What's it, up like, with that? Hold on. <laughs> no, I'm downloading app, the app yeah. what to if pay it, with my phone. What if it's like a if I'm a racist white woman and I'm walking by this, this these kids? She might donate the fifty dollars right there. And no, she, she, that, she'll laugh no. at them easily. She's, she's not gonna donate because she wants to keep them in jail. Nah, she's gonna make her reparations, fifty dollars. Bro, <laughs> you know this story is blown up now. Like yes, I don't think it was yesterday, two days ago. Uh, ben Crump, like a famous attorney, national famous black attorney, one of the most famous attorneys in the world, tweeted about it. It's like a national story now. Like it's, it keeps it building up, be. and now it keeps getting bigger. It's ridiculous. But rightfully so, because when I posted that, I had a feeling like this does not feel right. Like this is crazy. My like, thing is too: is this a local Walmart thing, or is it like, you know, it happens around? Supposedly at this Walmart, it happened before, but this has happened at other WalMarts. Like they've used this. I guess this idea, is idea crazy, donation bro. idea. I don't get this. But why is this an like why is this an acceptable donation idea? Like we can do so much other things. They do this all the time. I guess. And supposedly, you know. But supposedly, a couple years ago, there was a situation where this happened and it was being canceled. Culture was happening, and they stopped doing it. But now it's back again. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. They need new ideas. You know, people pitch, help pitch them ideas. New manager going through the office and shit like that. <laughs> Found the binder. Ideas for uh, money, whatever. They went, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Open that bitch up. Let's do this jail shit. But the majority of the people I want in there are colored, okay? Insane. They, they gonna get money for that one. Insane. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy, bro. And what's crazier, that day when I saw the photo, I was going to Walmart that day. I'm like, I wanna film this. I wanna go there. I was planning already in my mind, I'm gonna go there. And film this man in this cage and yell at him to was get the you, fuck out that cage right you, now. Was you going to donate? I might have not donated. But I feel like I would have gotten the awareness out with the video. You know? But I found out. Uh, I had up employees. Shout out to my boy um, Castle, Chris Castle. He was also talking about it with me. And people said the employees were saying, like, um... No, it's gone. Like, they took it down. Like, it's gone. But they probably saw the, the reaction, the feedback, the photos, and they took it down. Who the fuck? Come on. You know, they reacted right away, thankfully, because if they didn't react right away, bro, they would have been done. That franchise owner would have lost that franchise. But there's rumors of other stuff that I don't want to talk about on camera, but hopefully we get that actual uh, kid in here. Because I got evidence of text and everything between, you know, it's, it's actually, you know, bigger than people realize, so... That, that shit happened over the weekend. Providence, Providence News, again, going viral. You know, what, what doesn't go viral in this city? What, what, what week has Providence not gone viral at this know. point, especially this year, man? But let's talk some fucking music. Brand new music dropping this week. Little Uzi Vert is finally dropping his Pink Tape album. After how many, I want to say three, almost damn near three years of anticipation? It's dropping this Friday, officially. Um, no rumors no more. Twenty six songs, a lot of fucking music, bro. Twenty six songs. Twenty six songs. Twenty six songs confirmed. Twenty five new ones because I just want to rock is gonna be on there as it should. Because thankfully he's on an album. Because I hate when Uzi didn't. There was a song before this that was huge. I wasn't on an album. Sometimes they'll have like a hit song that's not on an album. Exo tour life. Exo tour life wasn't, wasn't on an album. And then it got added. Like, like after years, years after. Like yeah. I hate that. But I, I like it at the same time because it shows like organic. Like Uzi is like unorganized. But still strategic. Like, it's weird the way he flows. But it's interesting. Last year, he dropped the pink and white. No, no, no. Red and white uh, EP. I think it was red and white. Because mm -hmm. red and white makes pink. So it was red plus white. I think it was hard. I think it was underrated. 
Yeah. Bro, he had some good fucking songs on there, that EP. It was pretty fire. Oh, one I could the, think of. The, the one with the school. Like thing? in my purse, man. Yeah. It's got a Glock in my purse. Like in my purse. Got a Glock in my purse. It's a cigarette. But this shit not a purse. Final Fantasy is my favorite one. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Bro, that shit's hard. You know what I'm saying? So I'm shocked none of those songs are on this. So he wants to separate it fully. Okay. But go check out that EP if you guys haven't yet. Do not forget about that EP. That EP was very underrated. Now we have the Pink Tape, right? Pink Tape. That's a lot of tracks, bro. 26 songs. It's a lot of music. Is it a, is it a two-piecer? No, it's just a one-piecer. A straight... <laughs> two-sider? Two-sider? It's a one a full entree. No, no side pieces, Amar. It's a full yeah, entree. It's an entree. It's an entree. Meat, 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 meat no bone singles. Potatoes. No appetizer, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? I guess it's just trying to roll off of the I Just Want to Rock and also the trailer, which we can play. The trailers. Now we can. Fucking we crazy. need to. That's just a movie. Listen, so we have here the album cover. For those this who don't know, this shit's better than the Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> 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 Bro, it's crazy. Listen, it's not too hard to beat that one, Mar, but it, def- it definitely is better. <laughs> than- <laughs> but to be honest, he could maybe submit this for like a short film. It technically is a short film. Oh, bro. I wonder how he's going to go about it, right? But. For those who don't know, oh, we could look at this for those who didn't see the actual <laughs> photo. Of, I need bail. It's crazy. Love the Walmart kid right here. The photo of the Walmart kid. If you're listening, you can watch. Is them. that a po- is that a post note in his in his forehead? I put that to protect his face because a oh, lot of okay, people were just okay. posting his face. But I'm like, let me at least protect his face because this is this is embarrassing. I need bail. Oh, it's for Hasbro. Not for Hasbro. So correction, it's for Hasbro Hospital. Hasbro Children's Hospital. Hasbro Children's Miracle Work Hospital. It wasn't for St. Joseph. My apologies and correction on that. Um, That's crazy, bro. They should have just put like cheap toys or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Hasbro. It's a mess, bro. bro. Like, come on. So this was the official first post that people were saying. This is the little Uzi album cover. You see the pink flag. Shit's hard, right? That shit's hard, bro. That's hard. That's hard. You shouldn't shit. change it, bro. I didn't see this, this shit. Is this hard. shit is hard. It's like the world's ending. It's like an apocalypse. World this World 3 hard. and Little Uzi's here to save the fucking day. He got the key in his pocket. He's fucking taking over, right? The key. <laughs> he got the Illuminati eyeball right here, or is it really his gem? <laughs> That's his gem. The gem from the fucking, you know. Is that a ball spot too in his head? It might low-key be, <laughs> you know. But then he swapped that, and this is the official one right here. This is the final album cover right here. This shit gives me That's a, hard, though, too. I like this one better. Is that ASAP Rocky? This is ASAP Rocky Vibes, Outcast. Outcast was the first original one. Uh, Stank On You. I forgot the name of the album title. But uh, they were the first ones with the black and white American flag. Yeah. Um, then we got ASAP Rocky doing it. Um, I'm not liking there? this little doodle, though. It's like, like he did that in, like, you know, that paint app and Microsoft? Not because I think it's a real flag, though. Because it has wrinkles. Right here, it has wrinkles. That's the sure. thing. It might be a real flag. Nah, I think the line's just on the street. Yeah, he might have he might have done that shit on paint. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. it looks like it was made on paint. That's, what, that's can we what... also talk about the fact that them stars are all down? What do you mean all down? Like you know how the star they're usually down. they're pointing down. The points at the bottom. Maybe try and get like a unique vibe, like a one of one f- uh, uh, yeah. flag. You know what I'm saying? Count, can we count them stars real quick? Yeah. How many stars is it really is it? 50 it stars? 16 stars? Why should it be 16 stars? Oh, right here? Maybe one, it's two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, no. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 20, almost, 20, almost 26, but it's 29. So, so 26 tracks, and maybe there's going to be three. Uh... There's two videos, so it's 28 tracks on the Apple Music, but it's just two videos 
already released stuff and 26 songs. So, I don't know. Anticipation for this I is high. I should have done the other one. Yeah, the other, the other one's other harder. Album. The other one? Hard, bro. Yeah, way harder. That's hard, bro. When you zoom in, zoom in it kind of is more effective. Like, okay, this is powerful. You know? Yeah. But the other one is dope, too. Like, it's cleaner. I feel like it's taking the album more serious with this one. Like, oh, we're going to give a classic. This one gives, like, that typical mix, little Uzi that, graffiti that gives, vibe. That mixtape vibes. I'm not going to lie. This one, right? That one, yeah. But it's hard, though, bro. But, like, you ever seen the Lover's Rage one original cover? It's like type this type of shit, no? That's why I like it. It's, like, not even really him. It's, it's, it's like, just, like, it kind of could be him. But, but maybe that's why he's trying to separate it, because this just stands alone by itself. Like, pink tape. Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? What's that pink hanging tape? off his pocket? He got the key to Illuminati. The Illuminati meeting doors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's he's strapped up. He's ready. But this is the trailer right here. Yes, sir. So he dropped this trailer with um some new songs playing, but it's really like anime inspired, would you would say, right, Mar? Yeah. The, the beginning is. The very beginning. But then there's uh, a lot of Japanese, uh, you know. I think, Almost giving like a, I think he's in Japan. It's given like a kung fu Japanese... There's a lot of like influence in there because th this is anime at the very beginning. Samurai. Samurai Uzi. He's fighting samurais. Bitch, I'm amped up. Bitch, I'm and I want to pause in this shit because these the, the motherfuckers playing snippets. Amped up. Bitch, I'm Bodies, sounds hard. This shit bro. sounds hard. Amped up. That's, that's when he performed He's that an anime at the character, festival. bro. And only anime characters get shit on like that, bro. <laughs> They took the fucking shit out of his forehead. Pull but that really happened, though, in real life. Remember, he fell out? It fell out, yeah. Pull his soul up. That hairstyle was crazy, though. It's like a mullet. It's weird. He got like a perm part. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's weird. Kind of hard, though. And then it only goes from anime. Yeah, only him, bro. Only he could pull it off. He could, he could, bro, he could walk in here naked. I'd be like, Uzi, what's up, bro? This shit's seamless, though. This transition is seamless, right here, ready? Bro. Yeah, it's really well Just done. Blink. Seamless, bro. It's well done. Leslie. He got he got the Akira. Yeah, the Akira poster uh, redone to Leslie. His Leslie Chow personality. Yeah, he does Leslie Chow. I don't know why he does that, but it's, it's cool. It works, bro. Whatever Leslie, he wants to Leslie do, Leslie Chow is a goat. Whatever he wants to do. Who's Leslie Chow? From the, the, the guy from Hangover, the Chinese dude. The Asian one. Asian, my bad. I'm sorry. That's his I'm sorry, dude. guys. Remember him though? Yeah, the, the funny the one. one that... He's a goat, bro. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Chow. Mr. Chow. King John, I think the original actor's name. He's a legend. That guy's a good actor. He's actually a teacher too in real life. But you see Uzi, and Uzi actually <laughs> has this tattoo recently, like the line across his face, which reminds people of like an anime thing. I forgot what it's called. I think it's like a samurai line. There's like a specific symbol, uh, symbolic uh, purpose for that line. It's actually a tattoo, bro. That's crazy. A permanent line across his face. Kind of hard. It's kind of hard. It works for him, Again, but like only he can pull. Only that he off. can do it. I would never put a fucking line across my face. But God bless him. Jackson right now. He's a handsome guy. With that hair stuff. Like, there's, um, uh... The pants are hard. The fonts right here are hard. Look low-key like your, your, <coughs> your local <coughs> fonts. He just, he just wrote it in, like, 20 different fonts, though. Metallica and all that shit. And who, this director, Gibson Hazard, where's he from? I've seen him before. Uh, bro, he's... He's, he's done a lot of Uzi shit before, I think, right? He's good as fuck, I'll tell you that right now. This fucking snippet, bro. Don't want to get copyrighted. Let me just if you can mute it. That way they could just see it. So we have him approaching the tent. Balenciaga fit. He the tent was like a bike. Now he goes into like Tron Uzi. Tron Legacy Uzi. Going crazy, bro. 
you know, fast forwarding, he goes like towards like a mountain. Am I tweaking? Hold up, before I say what I think it is, keep going. The graphics are crazy. This right here looks like it's that animated. scene from um. This part is now animated. That I, transition. I, he's going through um. Like the Fast and Furious scene, Mount, Mount Fuji. When it goes into the, yeah, the bro, car the, body. The, yeah, hell yeah. But this the part, engine. this is all animated. This whole part. Look, that's not him. That's hard. So now this he goes still, into. Still animated. Goes into like a cold spot. Animated. Mm -hmm. Now it's real. Yep. Almost reminds me of the opening scenes of Super Mario, <laughs> when Bowser mm -hmm. went to that that world. Now, mini movie. It's like little Uzi <laughs> bro, is Indiana haircut, Jones, this bro. Is crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Balenciaga, you had to get that in there. That's a clean ass jacket, though. I ain't gonna lie. I know, I know Balenciaga and all of that shit, but that jacket is hard. Yeah, Uzi's the only one can pull it off. Cause Kanye wearing a Balenciaga right now. He's the only one. Epic. Bro's killing samurais are coming back to life from being stoned. Bro. Bro. Oh, he got the two tats. He got the two tattoos of the you got like two pointers right here, and then the line goes right underneath. They connect. Yeah. The two piercings. That must be from an anime. I think it is. It's some anime There's no shit. Way it ain't. That's hard. But then you got him approaching. He goes inside to the big, bigger stone samurai, the biggest one. The one final that boss. His, uh, the final boss, the Bowser. That's the one that took his thing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Bro, that transitions. Like, hard, how do you even do that? Like, and now he's in a suit, like a black suit with the American flag. Show that test permanent. Yeah, bro. Hundred percent. No, it's like some freaking Blink uh, Blink 182 playing in the background. He must have a stunt double because I know that ain't easy doing that. <laughs> he can he can break dance, but not that backflip he just did. That uh, was some John Wick shit, bro. But he can break dance. Oh, you notice his tie got the American flag on it. Mm -hmm. yeah. This shit's well done, bro. This is a fucking movie. He's ready. He got that. This is my only complaint about this video, this part. Samurai's approaching him. Right here. Why are you not <laughs> using a Uzi, low Uzi vert? But what, not even that. Why is, uh, why didn't he just shoot him from the beginning if he had the gun this whole time? You know, it just, it just adds, bro. That's why anime shit. shoot everything at that point? That's anime shit, you know what i like, saying? you can do whatever he wants. Not yeah. because he transitioned into that guy, remember, when he walked into that room. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have that suit on before. The suit had the gun. But once he got the suit, he should have just put the gun out. That stone's worth millions, bro. Bro. And he goes back into the anime version. Or the Nobody got that pink diamond, bro. Name the whole tape. Name the whole tape after that diamond. Bro. Bro, pink tape. And right here, pink tape. Dope ass font. Directed by Gibson Hazard. Very fire. Anticipation. What do you guys think little Uzi sells first week? Morning Young Thug Morning Young Thug? Yes. Yes. So 150, 200. I think Little Uzi's gonna sell 200,000, between 200,000 and maybe 300,000 first week. Little Uzi's that type of guy that does big numbers. His last album, last two albums, 
EA, I think, did like three something. And then the second one they dropped that same year, like a week after. Wasn't it a week after? Or like a month after? It was the Deluxe. The there deluxe, was another was 12 songs. Album. That one did like and two then, something. It was crazy numbers. But like he, he named it the perfect love tape too. It was weird. Like he took all the songs from, from EA and just threw them in there. Yeah, it yeah, It was yeah. weird how he did it. Yeah, he should have just separated it fully. Yeah. Because I separated it fully in my mind. It sounded different to me. Yeah. Even it even sounded different. I'm like, just make them just live differently. Yeah. But that was like a wild moment in time. And that kind of felt like anticipated, but kind of like, I think a day before the trailer dropped, or like, and then the album dropped. This one we have like a whole week now where the rollout's happening. We have I just want to rock us out. We have him beefing with his girlfriend, which we're going to talk about. But I think he's going to do two hundred thousand copies first week, and I think that this can have potential to be album of the year. I'm hoping. You know what I want? I'm hoping it's album of the year. I want music videos. I want music videos. I want the song. You think the song with Drake is going to be on here? The Uzi Ooh, song, Drake song. Uzi has a Drake song. Yeah, you never at heard the, the snippet? At the gates? At the Pearly. gates. Pearly. Pearly. Oh, yeah. Meet oh, yeah. me yeah. at the gates. That shit sounds like AI. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas thought it was A. But it's not. But it's not. It's hard. Pearly. Or it, it might be on the Drake album, which we got to talk about two Drakes and Oh, yeah. Album. For um, the dogs. Yeah. Mm, for the dogs. For the dogs. <laughs> but, for my dogs out there. <laughs> before we get into Drake, let's talk about Uzi. So Uzi got into a fight with his girlfriend, JT. From the City Girls at the BT Awards. So there was rumors that Little Uzi had a thing with Ice Spice. For those who don't know, this is where Little Uzi performed the song where he mentioned Ice Spice's name. Right here. He's fucking the shot of this bitch. Wig got a little fro. She looked like look Ice Spice. Right there. And look at Ice Spice in the front she row. She was loving it. She was laughing. All right. Bro, Ice Spice is blown the fuck up, bro. Ice Spice posted this after everything. After the, everything, the whole drama. She still oh. posted this photo with Uzi. So that was to them, you know, before the JT fight. So look at the timeline of the events. You have them performing that song. He went to sit back down with Ice Spice next to him. And then this happened with JT, where she went berserk. And this is recorded by... Uh, Chantel, forever Chantel on Instagram. She was sitting next to the entire thing and she posted everything on her Instagram story. <laughs> Don't ever fucking play me, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Bro. And then that's them talking. Seems like that he's trying to fight hard for her to get her back. Mm. They're back. She calmed down. She came back. You see Ice Spice sitting next to him still. All right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she got nothing to do with it. the day. Bro, this is so hilarious. He's like, I, I wasn't doing nothing. I was not doing nothing. You can see his face. It's here. crazy because he's, hold on. He's in a whole relationship. And then he going to make a song talking about fuck on a bitch that look like Ice Spice. And then perform it at the BET It's marketing. <laughs> it's like, you came with your girl, bro. That sounds like kind of crazy. While Takeoff and, uh, rest in peace, Takeoff, while Offset and Quavo were performing, reuniting on stage. You're not even paying attention. They weren't even paying attention. They was kept arguing. I know that. I know that feeling. Look at that. <laughs> he got bigger fish to fry. 100%. He's about to lose his girl, man. He's like, babe, it's just music. It's just yeah. music, you know, which is crazy to me because my thing is like, I feel like he's done way crazier stuff in the past than this. So for her to get mad at this, maybe she just felt insecure that night. Maybe something happened prior. 
Or maybe mm. she had more evidence than we thought. Maybe he really did hit, hit Ice or Spice. Maybe that was just embarrassing for her. It wasn't. It was public. It's, she, probably it embarrassing. she probably didn't think nothing of the song until like it was real. Now so look at Ice Spice talking to JT. It seemed like they were like you know, she was like I don't know. I suppose yeah, he's crazy for that. You know, and then right here they just do it. They seem happy, like they're smiling and Ice Spice mingling with Krishan, other people, and then aside from that, we did have this happen, where the girl kind of break it broke it down. She was like, oh yeah, anywho, I went to the bathroom, came back. Uh, there was drama. That uh, my take is that she obviously heard him mentioning her in the song, then she saw him sitting next to her. So that pissed her off, and I'd be mad too. Like Isaiah said, probably, yeah. Because it felt like that shit was like too, what's going on? Too real, you know? And Ice Spice tweeted this randomly after everything in the middle of the night, 2 a.m. She was like, ghetto, but fun. I guess reacting to the BT Awards. <laughs> but, she, I think she's reacting to JT. Because <laughs> she did, she was. Well, she's talking about ghetto, bro. Aren't you from the Bronx? I thought she was dirty right here. Look at this. Right. God. God. <laughs> <laughs> Big booty Latina. Let me not, let me Kai, not look. Kaisen, let me uh, say. Big booty Latina. Honestly? Yo, bro, get that off the screen. Swifty by the bus. Yo. Nah, I heard she's Nigerian and Dominican. As soon as I heard that she was Nigerian, I could see it. <sighs> she, be, she be scamming these niggas, bro. She's scamming. But, um. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but God bless them. Um. We can actually skip forward to this man right here. So a couple last year, Drake was wearing this sweater that said "Hard Feelings, Harder <laughs> Dick. Dick." So I was like, "What the fuck is Drake this doing? Is crazy! Bro. What the fuck is going on? Is he gonna poor, go into the porn star realm?" That's a hard hoodie. The hoodie's kind of dope though. Like you know the, what would the... make that better? <laughs> if he did like you know how Palm Angels had like the fur for the bear, mm. a fur on the dogs. He made the puppies like furry. That shit is bread. Thank God he didn't put no no dog dick on this because that was going like crazy. I want to see no on dog the back. dick. A dog dick on the back would be like crazy. Adult dog dick. Got to be an adult dog. <laughs> you can't put no puppy dog. No puppy dog, puppy dog oh. dick is gone. You're going to go to jail for life if you put some puppy bro. dog dick on a shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be crazy. You know what I'm saying? But Drake, <laughs> these dogs are symbolic for his new poetry book that came out. He dropped a new book. And it's called Titles Ruin Everything. Out right now if you want to purchase it. Or if you don't want to be scammed by $20. Bro, $20 for the book, right? $30 for shipping. But the book is very, in my opinion... How the fuck you paying for more shipping, quality, And it's like one word or one sentence per page. Like DJ Khaled was reading it today. You know, and he was like going hype. Drake, you never know what he's going to do. He's going to do a book. But I'm like, it's whatever. Drake, he's going to... Find it it's not a biopic. I thought it was a biopic, though. I'm thinking he's like doing like a... Not a biopic. What's it called? A biography. biography. I'm like, this nigga doing his autobiography already? What the fuck? But no. <laughs> it was just some random shit, oh, you know. Baby. But it says... Uh, well, they don't have the image here. But there's an image with the dogs where it says, um, For all the dogs. They said they missed the old Drake girl do tempt me. I made an album to go with the book. So, shit's hard, an official new Drake album. Bro, come on, bro. That, Honestly, that, it's coming. That but line, what, did he, what was that thing? What did you just say? He said don't, titles ruin everything. Is that what he said? That's yeah. what the book's called. But that title is hard. Like, that that would have been a dope Just title think too. about it. Like, So, look at the dogs again. So, he removed the hard dick, hard feelings, and now the dogs are symbolic for a potential, a potential album cover for the new album, Dogs. For all the dogs. So, it's about Drake being toxic, being a dog to women. 
But honestly, there's a metaphor there because you can think about it. Like those are puppies, right? Mm-hmm. They probably want love. No, they babies. True. They want love, but their dogs. They in say they miss the old. But they got girl, the, don't tempt me. They got the dog in them. Though. You know what I'm saying, for all the dogs. I mean, now I'm gonna go with the book. What do you guys think? Is Drake Drake's tour starts next week? Is this is this album too soon? Like, why are you dropping another album? Nah. I think it might be. Isn't it too soon? Be too soon. Because we just had the Twenty One Savage album, but what, that's, we that's got the songs. That's a collab shit, though. That's not just his. But another Drake album already. I, I mean, want. I that. need it. Pause. Honestly, I don't really be too hyped <laughs> for Drake albums like I used to be, but I'm hyped for this. Yeah, I need this bro. one. I don't know why, bro. bro it's just that line. They, I'm not say, a dog. they say that Mr. Old Drake girl don't tempt me, bro. Oh yeah, that line. Come on, bro. I'm not a dog, but you're gonna catch me woof woofing around. I'm a bark a little bit. This this album drops. For Drake, you're gonna be barking. I'm a barking along with him. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna be toxic because going back to the old Drake. Are we gonna get take care vibes? Like, what are we gonna? What are you gonna say on here? You know? Nah, I don't think so. Marvin's room point two two point oh. You know what I'm saying? Someone else's room. People saying people saying take care part two, but I don't think so. No. Why would he say this? They say they miss the old Drake girl. Don't tempt me. Why would you say that? It's for the dogs. What's that? What's that line from? What song again? I say, why gonna be like that? True. Listen to you with all my feelings. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. They know. They know. They know. Headlines. Headlines. Yeah. Yeah. Headlines. The songs from the lines from headlines. They say they miss the old Drake. That wasn't. That wasn't. That wasn't even really like a take care song. That was like a. It was on take care though. It was on take care, but it was. Yeah, it just didn't hey, get damn that the line. So that line was on take care. Yeah. So headlines for all the dogs. Headlines is my shit too, bro. For all the dogs. Listen, my thing is this: How old is Drake? Let's look up Drake's age. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> well, Drake is thirty-six years old. Okay, that's not even that bad. It's not that bad, but Drake is Drake cannot be forty plus years old with a kid talking about some toxic dog shit. I don't think so. I think you're gonna. You're, Why not, bro? bro there's a we a point even, where you get too old for that. We shit. still got four more years of Drake. That's what I'm saying. We got four more years. He's trying to get that dirty dog toxic what you, what shit you, what out. You want me, what you want him to talk about after he's forty? Oh man, shit that Jay Z be rapping about. Yeah, some shit like LLCs. that. I want him to talk about introspective. <laughs> LLCs, businesses, is ownership. Uh, okay. Entrepreneurship. No. So that's what you want. No, you want, but not that. But you at want least business like chatter. <laughs> Drake doesn't really mention anything of substance, if we're being honest. He really doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He never course. talks about the political climate. He never talks about Man, fuck Canada, what's going on in Canada. In he never mentions anything. He doesn't. We don't know what side he stands I don't on. Think we can assume. a single artist that has mentioned anything <laughs> Canada-related. <laughs> he could be the fucking first one. He's fucking Mr. Canada. Yeah, Everyone goes for him. The six, man. I want to go to the six. Toronto, man. You know what I'm saying? Supposedly nah, bro, he's working with the city. Remember? He's just a ladies' yeah. man, bro, and he just so so happens to rap, bro. Like his 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 catalog is just full of like. I'll tell you this on, much, bro, like, Your emotions you're feeling when you're like. This is this is like this is this is what, this is what he wanted to. Bag. This is what he wanted to be when he was filming Glee. Right. Let him be. <laughs> yeah, I think Drake's at a point now where he drops an album every year. Every year is a new album. Why not though? He's the biggest artist in the world. And no one can match his consistency. That's you why mean, I he think four this year. Four it's albums? gonna be four this year. No, four this albums will be year. The fourth one. Not this year. I think so. How? I think so. No, between <laughs> I think last I year and this year. That. I think no, it was honestly never mind. Her loss, 
this one and then another one. No, because that was last year. Sure. Honestly, yeah, honestly, never mind was last year. Then it was um, her loss was her beginning. loss was Twenty One Savage. No, it was last year too. It was the top of this year. Of last year. End it of was last year. December, I think. Yeah. Um, and then God blast that shit for Christmas. Yeah, and that that's been it. That's been it. But those were two strong bodies of work. Like, how are you gonna drop? Honestly, never mind. Uh, album that a lot of people are now replaying a year after it was a year anniversary. People are saying that it was like underrated because now everyone's on that type of sound, right? The house party, almost Jersey Club, a little bit Jersey I li- Club. I liked honestly. Never I mind. liked it. I think it was really good. It was cool, especially the sticky. The sticky song was like the one that had like you know the Jersey Club gets. element. You know, everyone was been using that tempo now. Sticky. So. When it comes to that, and now her loss. I like her loss. Her more. loss with Twenty One Savage was hard. One yeah. of the best albums of last year. Yeah. So now Drake drops another album. Why not? If this album's good, obviously I'm not complaining. But it's like it feels like it might be too soon. You're gonna nah. perform these songs on the tour? Nah. You wanna know? It's not too soon, bro. Because her loss is getting old. It's getting old. You think so? It's getting old. I don't play it no more. I don't either. Damn. And That's it's and it's not playing like that on the radio no more. I think I think here and there. I'll hear, uh, no, I haven't even heard it. I do think that Drake got these niggas nervous. I think that Kendrick Lamar is shaking in his boots because Drake is dropping so much and is always fire that I think Kendrick Lamar needs to step it up. I swear to God. I think Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick needs to drop. Yes. Again. Yes. J. Cole, you need to drop. Again. Because Drake is on your ass. You guys want to talk about eating top fives? I'm smoking top fives. No, 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 no. Drake is back again. I don't think Drake has ever addressed anything. Like, like everything he, anytime he drops something, it never feels like he's addressing them. You know what I'm saying? It's always subliminal. And it's always besides, like... Besides the shit he dropped in that, Uzi, in that Uzi track that isn't out yet. Bro, he gonna diss a random girl with 200 followers before he gonna diss. Yeah, that's right. That's just who he is. Sound bro. good on mute, remember? Yeah, sound good she on looked mute. Good, she looked good, but she sound, it sounds better on mute. You know what I'm saying? So, Who's he rapping about? Because Ice Spice sounds... Ice Spice is nice. No, but Ice Spice said it wasn't him. The her. She could rap, though. I like Ice She could rap. She could, she could I rap. Think God, I don't think rape. she's... Oh, I didn't mean to say that. She could rap. She's a good rapper. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of females that... Bro, Ruby Rose... I think Ruby Rose makes decent music, but she's not a great rapper. Um, Tori Bricks. Rich the Kids Baby Mama. She's not a good rapper at all. Who? Tori Bricks. You know Tori Bricks? Rich the Kids Baby Mama? Tori Bricks? If you look up her on Instagram, you know, you know her body. You see that you've seen that butt before on your phone. Don't, don't oh, lie. Oh. Tori Bricks with two X's. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's I'll... DJ, right? Yeah. She does not rap. She raps too. Rap. She, never, she did song, a on but... the radar. She did a on the radar the New York shit she stopped by. I never heard her rap. Neither have I. Sounds good on mute. Um <laughs> But let's what talk about, about oh you heard you heard that um oh, no. we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> Blueface's baby mama, you seen that song she dropped? She don't even look good on me. She look like Drewski. That's Drewski. God, God forgive me. Listen, but there's an on, on-running joke of that being Drewski and Ooh. not Blueface Baby Mama because she looks like Drewski. <laughs> she looks like In the face, she looks like Drewski and the body too. Nah, she looks like that one episode of Family Guy when Stewie's head was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was like longer the other way and not this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God he bless her. His head the fucking shit. God, God bless her. Listen, we were just being honest. And she, I feel, I feel like they've played into it as well. They know that she looks like, you know, Stewie. She has a line in that song. She says, I got a big head and I give big head some shit. Oh. Like, she knows she got a big head. Like, she said it. So 
We can't make fun of her no more. Yeah, she yeah. She's on some Eminem shit where she like uh she pulls her own card before people pull her, her right. card. But speaking of new music, also Young Thug dropped a new album over the weekend. Business is business. A brand new Young Thug album dropped while Young Thug was in jail. Right. So we have to remember he's in jail. Dropping an album while in jail is definitely an accomplishment, especially to get two Drake features, two Travis Scott features, and also two um, one Future feature, but two Twenty One Savage features. Wild. I'm like, okay, this album's like, what the fuck? Stack trackless. When when you play the album, in my opinion, it's not his best body of work. No, it's not. It might be his third. Best album, third, maybe fourth best albums. It might rank amongst Young Thug's worst projects, right? I think it's my least favorite. You think it's his, you think it's his worst project, maybe ever? Not ever, but you like, know, I mean, he has like stuff that's a lot older than like Barter. What's, what, what, like, what's, you know what's, what's, like, what's your favorite Young Thug album? Probably Barter Six. You think so? Hell yeah, bro, Don't get me that. wrong. Um. My my favorite my favorite Young Thug album, bro, is um, what's the one with the cover where the lawn? So much fun. So much fun is hard. That's like one of my. I think my, that might be bro. My, so much fun is hard. My favorite. album. There's like no skips on that. My favorite album is Beautiful Thugger Girls, bro. Oh, that one's that's but, but that one is like classic. ahead of its time a little bit with the sound and aesthetic. Nah, bro. That Slime album. season three. Slime season three is hard too. Yeah, when you look at the Young Thug's discography. The Business is Business album can be argued as his worst project. Easily. You can argue as his worst project. Especially when it comes to memorable. Uh, uh, There's not uh, really memorable, like... I'm going with that. I mean, don't crucify me, but... Which, uh, which one's the one that he dropped for his people? Slime Language? That's his worst project. Mm, that's not even really his. No, I don't want to count though. that, more. I don't want to count that. You don't want to count it? But it is not good. It's at not all. great. It's at not all. Great. It's not great. It's not great. It was a mess. It was a mess. Like I guess I like Who's the that effort. one song he had with his son on it or something. He has one with his girl. With a kid. There's like a kid singing. Oh, I don't know. He had a couple songs on there. There wasn't um ski on that. Ski, let's go. Or was ski on so much fun? I remember on so, much, so fun. much fun. No, it's on this. On that, yeah. He had a couple. He had a hits. He had hits on there. Super Slimy wasn't that good. In He'll my keep opinion. a hit. Super Slimy wasn't that good either. Has a He'll few keep tracks. a hit. Oh, with his son type shit. But that's the thing. This man's a father. So business is business. He has to make money. So these features, he probably got it for free. Drake was posting like, yo, you owe me for this. Like, you owe me a favor, blah, blah, blah. He posted on his Instagram. And then Young Thug uh, comments like, I got you with payment or some shit. Money's coming, some shit like that. I'm like, are they being, are they joking here? Or is this honesty? It gotta Power? Be, What's yeah, going on, yeah. right? But then if you listen to the song, especially the first one, Drake said something like, like, uh, uh, you owe me some shit like that. Like a favor. Like, he, like he's talking about like he's doing this as a favor. Some shit, right? On the song. That's weird. But I thought he yeah, was, what? yeah, because like, I don't think he meant it like I'm doing it for free as a favor, but I think cause he probably meant because his last minute rushed on some rush shit. Like I had to pull, do this shit real that, quick. I mean, that first, that first verse, whatever the fuck, uh, Drake shit. It felt shit, like that. felt like that. So that's, that's the one he says it on. So it felt like that, did like you, he's doing that. Did you hear that video where it was like, I don't know if it was AI, if it was real or not, but it was like Doug Collin, um, who was it? Little baby, little from baby, jail. and then the uh, academics leaked the one where he's calling Little Dirk from jail and telling him that, "Yo, I'm trying to get Little Baby on the album too." Blah blah blah. If you guys want to say some shit, Buddy dropping his album. I'm dropping my album same day. So he's basically tying it. He's basically he's basically not siding with Gunna. He's basically saying like, "Oh, people feel like Gunna's a snitch," or maybe not. I don't know. 
It's like he didn't say it blatantly. Then there's a song in the album where he's like something about snitching. I thought he was my boy, but it's like he could. It sounds like Not an old song album. on this album. Yeah, yeah. On this album, yeah, yeah. He says, but it's like an old song. It sounds like an old song. Somebody he told. So I thought he was he, my man. So we ain't my homie or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I on this album, I can't. Towards the end, really. Yeah, but people didn't tie it to Gunna directly because people were like, hmm, it could be an old song, right? We'll find it. But it's the one called Jonah Jorona Burrow or something like Jonesboro. Jonesboro. Hard. I like that song. It sounds like some Slim Shady Eminem beat. Like, I like that song. That song's hard to me. Um, but he has moments on his album. Don't get me wrong. My favorite is 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 his half in the first track. Spider-Back. Spider-Back. Bro, oh my God, bro. That shit's so good. Listen, the song with uh, Abracadabra is hard. He said, nigga told, and he was my homie, I can't miss him. And that song was, uh, what song was that? Jonah, Jonah's, Jonas Jonah, Borough. I'm going to play it. Jonas Burrow. All right, there, yeah. Yeah, nigga told and he was my homie. Yeah, I can't miss old, him. Though. Sounds old, though. You know, because um, I can't miss him. Like, what are you talking about? Can't be Gunna. Do you miss Gunna? Like, Gunna, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it sounds like someone that maybe died or someone that's in jail now, told. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, or just been gone for a while. Yeah, it's talking about some older shit. Um, but this album, going back to it, man... My favorite song might be Abracadabra with Travis Scott. I think Travis Scott sounds really good on this album. I think it shows like what Utopia can be. Like it's yeah. really good. Like Travis Scott, I was impressed. I'm like, damn, Travis Scott doing his shit on here, right? Twenty One Savage did shit on here on here too, too. Yeah. We gotta be honest. The features I feel like outshine Young Thug, and that yes. was the issue with me. That's what, yeah. The features outshined you, bro. Mm-hmm. Threw me off. The production outshined you because the the beast was hard. Mm-hmm. The fucking um Zayto, not Zaytoven, the Metro Boomin uh, executive produced. The who else was on? I think um. Did London on track? Yeah, London on track mm-hmm. had like at least one song. Dundee, I think, had one. The production was hard mm-hmm. as fuck, right? And Young Thug is one of those artists that Atlanta rapper, Atlanta production teams and producers probably put the good beats aside to. Like Zaytoven would say that. Like he'll put certain beats aside for Gucci, certain beats aside for Young Thug, Future. Like they get the special packs, right? So Young Thug's gonna have good production. But when it comes to him, there was only some moments. Like, there wasn't, like, ah, uh, like, ah, uh, like, consistent, like, you can tell, like, this was old shit pushed together, mm-hmm. and it's, like, his worst project. That was my overall feeling, like, listening to it, it would be, like, like, for, like, 20, 30 seconds, like, oh, this part goes crazy, mm-hmm. and then, like, it'll, it'll die down. It'll it'll die. Yeah, me. it was, like, lackluster, but I think yeah. it was still good. Like, it was a good album for someone that's in jail to drop. I think it was a good album. It was a good album, especially for the year we've had. I think it's, like, one of the better albums of this year. Now, is it the best album this year? No. Hell no. No. He probably had some hits with Gunna in the tuck. Bro. He couldn't put on there because, This you know, album was... needed Gunna. The album needed Gunna. But what happened? That, that wasn't, wasn't going to happen. happen. Hell no. That wasn't going to happen. That wasn't going to happen. <laughs> but guess who didn't need nobody? And who has the first rap album, or I think album in general, to like... Uh, like rank so high in Billboard with no features since 2021. Gunna, Gunna's album. Gunna's album is very successful. Fuck you mean? Off of the Gunna album is one of the highest rated stream songs this year. We called it. Fuck you mean? The moment we're yeah, bro. And I think Gunna's album is better than Young Thug's by a landslide. Hundred percent. If I put uh, Young Thug's album like a 7.5. No, I'll give it like a seven. I would put Gunna's album like a nine. Damn near 9.5. Gunna's if, album was really good. If I'm comparing it, yeah, I'll give Gunna like a nine. Because what did I say? I think it's an eight, 8.5. Because yeah, I don't listen to Gunna like that. 
But, like, if I was comparing it to Young Thugs, I'd give it a 9. If I wasn't comparing it, I'd give it, like, an 8. What's your favorite song off the Gun album? Easy. Last, the last song on the album. No, it's called All Right. Oh, it's just hard, right? I don't know, bro, but it's... If anybody can help me figure what it, what it is, it sounds like a, he sampled an old Drake song, bro, and I don't know what song it is, and it's driving me insane. Every time I listen to it, it's like, you don't know. Like, as soon as the song comes on, it gives you a vibe. Like, I don't know. I just remember times, like, I'd be in my room listening to Drake, like, way back in, like, high school, and it just gives me that, that It could be. It could I feel be. like it's just a song. I just can't put my finger on it, but... Let me say, all I feel is pain, but it's gonna be alright. That shit goes crazy. Right home. <laughs> but it's gonna be alright. Yeah, that shit goes nuts. Money and the fame. Money <laughs> change, but it's gonna be alright. Turn that thing all the way up, bro. You get the go- I get goosebumps saying something. Bro, that album is hard. Because you feel the authenticity in Gunna. People want to say that Gunna snitch. No matter what, how you feel about Gunna. No one can ever deny his talent when it comes to music. He's one of the most talented rappers. If we're being honest right now, when it comes to musically inclined melodies, he's one of the best, if not the best. Like, he's not lyrical miracle. He's not going to go bar for bar with you. But he's going to melody out and and fucking, um, what's it called? He's going to find flows and pockets that you can't. Cause it's gonna, bro. He's you a could swag tell he's guy. hurt though. Like when you oh, listen yeah. to it, you could tell like hundred percent. Yeah, he he got something to prove. Like he's, bro, he's, like, he's crying in the back of his Rolls Royce with his lawyer, or his lawyer's Rolls Royce crying. They're like, bro, who, who would rap that? Only someone that's really going through it. Yeah, ain't no clickbait. Always, always, uh, always talking about losing money. Yeah, yeah, missed all millions. Everything's bulletproof. BP, I BP the rolls. I BP this. You BP and everything. I just found out that BP means bulletproof. I didn't know you that thought, was like a thing. I thought it was the gas station. I thought it was the gas station. I'm like, yeah. the guys promoting gas stations? The BP? BP you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, BP, I BP the, BP the, I'm a BP the Lincoln. I'm a BP, that's BP the Chevy. BP Shit. everything out here. Right? Like, all the, like, you know what I mean? All the street code, lingo, all that shit aside, like, just music-wise, like, can't deny it. Just can't. That shit was just, you could feel it. Like, you could feel it. Everybody turned their turn back on them. Like, you could just feel it. Yeah. If you seen Fuck the visuals, you mean. the visuals he dropped too, like the like, videos, bro, going crazy. All alone, like they have like these like video treatments where it's like all alone, similar vibes. The lighting is all similar, but different aesthetics with the walls, different outfits, but similar colors. It's like a lonely vibe. It's well done. The cover art is dope. It's a good album. It's a great album. I think it's the album of the year so far. That's what I was gonna say. Because who else has the album of the year if not him? I think it's him. I like Jack Harlow's album a lot, but I like it for what it is. I don't like it for replay value. I'm not replaying Jack Harlow's album. I like, I like Metro Boomin' shit. Metro Boomin's Spider, uh, Spider-Man album was really good, but I haven't really revisited it yet. I have. But it's definitely revisitable. The Corey Ray song. There's a lot of songs that I'm like, these are amazing, right? So I can easily say Gunna 1, and then 2, I could put Metro right now. But Young Thug, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's not aging well. It's not aging well. It seems like momentarily... Um, I'm almost hesitant to put it on, which is not a good thing. Yeah. And it's right there. You would easily like always, the like, the last uh, Gunna, um, Young Thug albums, I mean, put, it on. put them on. Punk, even Punk. I love Punk. Punk, like, was, punk was hard, bro. Punk, wow, Young Thug. We're sleeping on that one. Punk was hard, bro. Punk was ahead of his time. I'm going to go play that as soon as I leave that. <laughs> Hold on, we got to go back. Bro, Punk was ahead of his time. I'm not going to lie to you, you know. But um, 
Yeah, yeah man. Corla Ray also. Wait, I should talk about Gunna. I want to talk. What do you guys feel? Comment down below. Should Gunna, should Gunna go on tour? Gunna has what I think is the best album this year. Should Gunna go on tour? I think that Gunna should go on tour with his album, especially a song like "Fuck You Mean." I want to see that live. That song live is gonna be insane. Gunna is also fit. He's lost a lot of weight. He's more healthy. He's athletic almost. He looks like a boxer. Like he's ready to knock a nigga out any moment, right? Healthy thugga thugga. Th- I mean, gonna gonna. My bad. Gonna th- wanna. Gonna wanna. Healthy uh, gonna wanna. So should we see gonna wanna jumping on stage? Now he really he wasn't really jumping on stage before. He was like slow with it, doing his <laughs> thing. Now he can jump on stage. He get crowd surf. You know, dive into this crowd. Don't do that. Why they not? Drop him. Bro, I'm telling you, there's gonna be haters there, bro. They are gonna shank him, bro. Rob him. Is this, his safety? This, this, is he is he a safety risk? This is this is my problem, bro. My problem is that the majority of the people, right, out there in the streets and shit like that, or behind the screen, saying that he's a rat, is this and that, blah 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 blah. You know, they they're groupies. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying. So like, you got nothing to do with any of this, right? People, they don't even know who the fuck you are. <laughs> And you over here, oh, no, fuck that nigga. If I see him, this, this, and that. Snitch, snitch. You him. know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> them niggas that beat up 6 9 Like, bro, yeah, you don't bro. even know this nigga. Exactly. So, like, what's going on? I f- I, I'm scared that that might happen. Because it's not going to be like, oh, you going to fan? Right, cool, come in. You a hater? Nah, bro. They don't let anyone in. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. There's going to be a mixed crowd. That shit going to start rioting. I don't know. I don't feel like, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's an easy way to make a name for yourself. Just beat a, beat up a rat. People want to. Yeah, it's gonna get clout no matter what. It's gonna always always gonna be people, especially because that video that came out of Gunna in court. For the rest of his life, eternity, there's always gonna be people that are gonna consider him a rat. Even if Young Thug comes out and says that, no, listen, no, I understand the situation now. It was a, a mistake, like with the judges, like they were just trying to make him take the plea. But at the same time, Young Thug needs to realize, like his brother took that same plea. Unfunk. And his brother went back to jail now because Unfunk was out, just like Gunna, but then he got caught with a gun. Yep. The judge okay. said, hey, we gave you time. We, we told you, bro. Like, what, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Nine years. Again, you got to serve your original sentence. Mm. So what's going on? The whole team, was other, some other ones, people, some other people from YSL <laughs> took that same plea. Fans came out, dropped but that's a the thing. bang people, of a people, song and got back in jail, bro. People, people take pleas all the time. Like, for instance, we get caught with a, you get caught and me and you get caught together. Mm-hmm. What if, what if, you don't want me to go down for it, and you just take the... Take the plea? Yeah. Yeah. Or vice versa. It's like... He could be if trying it to wasn't, take, take, the, take the thing for, for Thug. No, I'm saying, like, what if Thug was like... Because we don't know what they say to each other, but... What if he was like, yo, that ain't on you. Like, don't take that charge for me. Don't sit in jail for me. You didn't do nothing. Like, that's not, that's my charge. Just plea, plea out. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know the conversations that's what I'm that saying. That's, that's, that's And that's, that's why that's I thought he meant. So I'm not bro. saying much until I know, though. That's why I thought that's he meant with business is business. That's why I thought he meant with business is business. Yeah. That's why I thought we were going to get. Like, the album's coming out. It was called Business is Business. What the fuck is going on? Are you going to say, like, yo, business Gunna, is business Gunna is my business, artist? business is in his shit, too. Gunna said that shit in the, in the first song on the album. He did? Some shit like mm-hmm. that. Like, it's business, business some shit. Business. Like something like the same same I'm like, oh shit. These- Imagine the whole court case is fake and it's just just a ill album rollout. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I doubt it, because this album would have been better. This album would have been the DA, album would have been better. That DA, she's moving sketch. That whole court case is just a joke at this point. Like Yeah. Like it's just not But it's serious. a mixed bag, because I'm not it's gonna lie weird, to you. Like, I do think that there's a lot of a lot of these niggas are criminals, bro. God bless <laughs> these Atlanta rappers. I love listening to the music, but a lot of these niggas do deserve to be in jail. 
For being honest, a lot of these niggas do be shooting these niggas allegedly, etc. Being caught up in some street shit. And it's like, bro, you put one foot in the street, one foot in the rap game, you got to pick a lane. Once you're a rapper, you are now a household name. There's people that know Young Thug and might never heard a Young Thug song in their life. Just because, oh, my daughter, my, my daughter listens to him. Or Elton John. Oh, Elton John shouted him out. Oh, Elton John gave him the cosign. There's people that know your name now. You're a brand. You cannot be holding guns. You cannot be shooting people. You cannot be doing all these things. So if you are allegedly involved in any of this activity, even if it's from, even if it's from your past, don't rap about it because you're going to go to jail. You know? And with this album, I really hope that it was AI. I, I had a theory. I'm like, this shit might be some AI young thug because he sounds different. Like, the voice sounds, like, weird. Maybe that's why I don't love the album as much. But I do, I do, I do. I was impressed with, like, certain moments and shit. Like, when he did, like, vocalize and shit. Like, when he's got into that bag, I'm like, oh, shit, this is, this is what I wanted. But the whole album wasn't like that. No. Most of the album was, like, copy and paste. Mm-hmm. Gucci, uh, was it Gucci, uh, Gucci bucket, uh, Gucci, uh, Gucci money bag, some shit like that. Gucci mm, bucket. Gucci, Gucci trash bag, garbage bag. Gucci garbage bag. <laughs> nah, shit. not garbage bag, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Gucci grocery bag. Grocery bag. Gucci grocery bag. <laughs> I knew it was Gucci grocery bag. I'm like, hmm, this is some copy and paste I'm bullshit. Night stand, some shit like that. Yeah, this is this is some copy copy and paste he bullshit. He probably like, said it on the phone. Gucci grocery bag. So I'm like, this could be it. some AI shit. But then he made a post supposedly like it was some older shit. I don't know. All I know is that gonna. I hope you go on tour. I'm going to go watch you. I think you should go on tour. Don't be scared about it. I think you, if you go, you got to go with a fucking Come to vest. Providence, Rhode Island. I'm not going to protect him, but I'll go to the concert. <laughs> so you're setting him up. No, that's just, that's your words, not mine. You know, uh, I'm, I, mean, I don't think he's going to be touched, you know. <laughs> you got security. You got security, you know. Hire a lot of security, and that's it. You know, 6 9 is touring, but overseas. You already said everything's BP. Everything's BP. You know, maybe BP your clothes, BP your watch, BP your phone, BP your glasses. <laughs> Some BP glasses will be hard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For those who don't know what BP means, bulletproof. That's not going to protect them, bro. <laughs> Can't take a bullet in the eye. Uh, I mean, I don't if know. If it's coming to the head, head, he could just block it with his eyes. Oh, he's going to go with you. You know what I'm saying? Put his eye in there. Bro, he's still going to get rocked. 100%. <laughs> Gucci, Gucci BP goggles. You know, they're going to drop the Gucci BP goggles. You know, they could work out. They're going to have to put a stage that's just bp also, brand new album dropped this weekend. Coyla Ray's debut album. Not a lot of noise with it. Not I'm a lot of noise. I'm surprised because... I'm very surprised. People were really on her shit because of that Metro Booming. The, the Metro song, Booming feature was really good. It's um, really fucking good. I think Coyla Ray's very talented. I think that there's just a disconnect with her fandom because I think her fandom is very tied to singles, TikTok. She has nothing the wrong with that. song. There's nothing wrong with that, huh? She finally had that song that went one number one, right? Yeah, recently she yeah. had she's breaking records. She's like she's passed. I think um she's like the most uh, stream uh, uh female artist in like Spotify history or something like that. Now she just passed that this week, so she has W's. But when it comes to like bodies of work, you know, I heard some of the songs on here. I didn't play it fully yet the album, but it's actually pretty good. What I heard was pretty good. You know, I'm actually talking to her team because I'm friends with her. Um, DJ slash best friend. So we're trying to line up a Coyle Ray interview hopefully soon and reaction. I would love to do a reaction to her with her album. But it's her debut album. It's called Koi. Koi. Mm-hmm. Debut album, just like her name. Yeah. Um, and there's some pretty dope music on here. A lot of clean shit too. Like stuff that's like almost like global music. Like it's not just straight rap. Damn near pop. It's just like 
I think obviously the young thug dropping is gonna fucking as young thug. The guy's in jail. Everyone yeah. wants to fucking hear that album. Yeah. Like no one's really gonna like. Oh, Koi, we'll get to you after. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, I th- I feel like you could have had a better rollout. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like you could have had a better rollout. I didn't rollout. hear about it at all, honestly. I didn't hear about it. I only really heard about it more because I saw that she went on Matt Halfa's podcast. I was like, oh, she's doing press run? And she was talking about it. I'm like, oh, and I looked her up on my Instagram. I'm like, oh, yeah, she I was dropping an album. I seen the fit she wore for the, for the um, BT performance. BT performance. So then I went to her page and I'm like, oh, she dropped the album. It was like four days ago. But like, yeah. I literally didn't see it. Like, I didn't but, see but it's like, she's almost bigger than her music, damn near. Or yeah. bigger than like, I don't know. Her songs can be big, but like there's something, with, there's a disconnect there. I don't know. I don't know. But then is it just in general with this culture right now? Like right now, do people really care about albums as much? I feel like people don't care about albums as much anymore. It has to be specific. Depends like, who it's from, to be honest. Yeah, because yeah, like the Gunna one. I was waiting for that. People were waiting for that, right? But that's because we had no Gunna music. But that's the thing. I don't, Gunna don't got singles. Yeah, Gunna like, doesn't do singles. We don't really, we don't gravitate towards Gunna singles. Like that Gunna album. We tuning in, we lock, like, we're going to lock in. You know I mean? Yeah, so I feel like Corla Ray, her situation was, like, she fed us these singles, these viral moments, and that's all people want now from her, or that people appreciate. But I would recommend people go check out her album. I think it's actually a pretty good album. They tried to make fun of her for her EP, I think, that dropped a couple years ago, or, or last year, where it had low sales, and people were clowning it, because it did, like, two 2K or 12K, pardon me if I'm misquoting it, a very low number first week. Mm-hmm. People were making fun of her, but it's like, some artists are just not project artists. She's a single artist. She's a TikTok viral moment artist. She's a star. Nonetheless, what people feel. You see Coyle Ray walk in the room, that's a star walking into the room. Yeah. She's a major artist right now. Like, she's Coyle Ray. Like, her body, her image, everything that she does and touches is impactful. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to natural, natural small bodies, like, the, everything that she does, like, you really don't see no other female rappers looking like her. Like, there was always this ongoing joke, like, she looks like a little boy, a little boy. Bro, she's natural, at least. She got the natural body. She could easily get her butt done, her boobs done, and then what? She's going to look like everyone else. Every other girl. Every other fucking girl. Every other female rapper. I'm not going to lie to you. I think she's... I, I find her attractive, bro. Oh, Coyle Lorraine is beautiful, Courtney attractive, bro. bro. You don't find her like I mean, yeah. She got, like, a sex appeal to her, you know what I mean? But, like... No, she's beautiful, bro. She looks. She's, she's a she good looks, looking woman. Yeah, she's a beautiful girl. Yeah, bro. she's beautiful. Yeah, but we're talking about like sex appeal, everything. I think she. she I got think her it, confidence. Though. She got it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, it's just it's like you would never really seen that in rap. So I think she's a unicorn with that. Mm. So you gotta give her flowers. Check out the album Koi and get back to us in the comments. And if you've heard it, let us know because some people might have heard it and be like, actually, that shit was good. You guys should check it out. This song. What's your favorite Coyle Ray song off the new Coyle Ray project? Go make sure to check it out. We gotta support New England. Yeah. Um, also, let's talk about what can we talk about here real quick before we get to that. Cardi B is being accused of cheating on Offset. Offset posted uh, this no, thing. Cardi B, no Offset. No Cardi B. Cardi B cheated on Offset. Yeah, she. He tweeted. He posted. He already something. cheated on her twice. I guess years ago they've been. That's been already settled. He won her back. Now she's allegedly trying to get her payback. They're trying to say, trying to justify it. Get her lick back. Trying to get her lick back. <laughs> and people are joking on Twitter like, oh, what, does he expect her not to cheat back? So when he cheats, it's fine. But when she cheats, it's a problem? Yes, it's a problem. No one should be cheating. I don't know what the fuck you guys talking about. There's not no equal, like, get that right. shit back. But some people believe that. Like, I mean, oh, if, if she you cheats, take somebody back that cheated on you. That's on you. That's on you. That's on you. You know what I'm saying? So this was a Cardi B's original post that went viral that people are saying that was the reason that 
Offset made his post. So before we get to uh, Offset's post, listen to Cardi B's message on a conversation she had with her fans in Twitter spaces about a week ago. I'm going to be with another rich nigga because I'm only going to upgrade. And when I upgrade, guess what? I'm going to be all over the blogs. You're not going to stop seeing me. You're going to see another rich nigga taking care of me, um, giving me money, buying me gifts. So... What was what you what you what y'all That's accomplishing when y'all trying to bring turmoil to my marriage? Because you're only gonna take me to another blessing. I'm not like you, That's bitches. I'm not ugly. I'm not washed. I'm not in my forties. I'm a young, turned up, bad bitch. I'm young. I got big titties. I got a flat stomach. I got a fat ass. I got a pretty face, and I'm rich as fuck. She's being honest, though. She's... Niggas is checking for the, for for big big body, and I make cute kids, so they know I they, I, I make cute kids, so they know that my she ex is right, and this pussy's hitting. And then on top of that, I'm like a unicorn. I'm not slutted out in the Got industry, so niggas want to know what this pussy is about. <laughs> press the fucking button. Press the button for a Cardi B. Which one? <laughs> 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 She's talking that shit. Listen. Ooh. Now this, I'm not sure if this should be. Applauded and promoted, even though we just applauded. <laughs> but at the same wrong time, button, bro, bro, wrong button. Oh, this bad, is Cardi man. B, man. This is Cardi B. Ew. Like, when has Cardi B never been this? Cardi B, Dominican, confident, talking that shit, and she's talking to her fans here, right? But they're saying that this was her response to people saying that Offset again supposedly cheated, etc. But I, th- I don't think he did it. I think it was fake rumors. But then Offset, they're saying that he might have heard this, seen this, and then took it as her. Cheating. Like, damn, she fucked another nigga? Like, what is she trying to say? Has she actually been with a nigga? Or does he know more than us, you know? Bro, talk to your wife, bro. Exactly. So he posted this. He said, my wife fucked a nigga on me, gang. Y'all niggas know how I come. And he deleted it. He posted that today on his story. Uh, he comes. Um, so what does that mean? What are you trying to say? So people are like, damn, Cardi B cheated on him. Oh, my gosh, she got her lick back. She got her lick back. Uh, city girl's up. City girl's up. Uh, but he deleted it. Right, and then she responded again in another Twitter Spaces. She loves Twitter Spaces, so she reacted with her fans again, and this is what she said. Let me say. First of all, she's singing a song, and the song is called "I Should Have Cheated." It's a classic song, R&B song. Let me say, you can accuse me of all the things you know that you are guilty. So she kind of trying to call him a hypocrite. And I see that it is easy for you to blame everything on me. Mm. Yes, honey. Trying to say, also trying to uh, switch the tables. Don't pay attention to that country man, y'all. <laughs> he's Don't. from the south, so she calls him a country what man. What the? Bro, she's wild. Now. This is so funny. Because <laughs> he's from Atlanta. He's from Georgia. He's a country man. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he's a lot of people from Atlanta. They've known to be like very like Southern style, you know. But maybe he's country, bro. He might have horses and shit. He's definitely country. Don't pay attention to the country man. That space is the other day. That motherfucker spiraling and thinking shit. Come on now, I'm fucking Cardi B, nigga. I think sometimes motherfuckers forget I'm Cardi B. If I was giving this pussy to anybody, it will be out. I'm not just anybody. Can't fuck me no regular degular schmegler, cause they gonna tell the world. And I can't fuck nobody in the industry because they're going to tell too. 
These niggas, what was that? Y'all ever heard that rumor? I ain't Wilson? gonna say shit, Cardi. <laughs> Marlon Vargas in Primes of Island is a regular smegula degula that will fuck the shit out of you, Cardi B, and he won't tell, not even me. He won't tell nobody. He won't tell no world. He won't. Tell, yeah. tell him, tell him, Mar, tell him, lock that shit down. So Listen, I've, I've fucked with Cardi since she, what? Know, back in the day, you know, oh, I thought, I thought, I thought, oh, when she used to come, you know, around, uh, you know, brush she used to come to Luna and shit, and brush you, she used to be out here. My boy used to be a club promoter, he said one time, like, he booked Cardi B, like, yeah, to yeah. be in a, like, a, like um, an event, Yeah. and she was wild. She came to Providence, she was Wow. I know that was Cardi- love and hip hop Cardi B. I, I know Cardi B from back then. That was pre love and hip hop Cardi B when she was on the prime. She would come to primes all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been known about tell her. Too. These niggas, what, what's that? I've been the number one fan, Cardi. That Ruby Rose record where she said, "Got a big ass mouth." So please, boy, stop acting stupid. Stop acting stupid. Going crazy over fucking space. Are they not in the same house, bro? Bro, like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. She's talking to him to her fans, but. I like how she's at least clearing it up, but she's like heated. Like, don't be fucking stupid. Like, she's, she's talking to him. Going crazy over a fucking space. Don't play with me. The fuck? Stop playing. She made me that's, nauseous. That's the answer. Because for real, let's be serious. Am I on? I don't know if I'm on or not. First of all, let me say You're going crazy, bro. You can't accuse me of other things. You know that you're right guilty of. Bro. Like, Perfect get the song. fuck out of here, nigga. Like, you, you can't be serious. Shit got me so fucking hot on my mama, bitch. Would've broke a bottle in his fucking head for even playing with me if he was next to me. Don't play, motherfucker. Got me looking fucking crazy and shit for no reason. Anyways, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Cardi B's a legend, yeah. bro. Cardi B's a legend. Listen, she's always going to be her authentic self. And she still kind of, I feel, keeps it. Like, she, we, we'll see a moment like this with her, but, like, once a year. Like, she doesn't do it often, often. She's not really out here in the public doing interviews mm-hmm. all the time. Because I feel like she might low-key be canceled. But at this point, I don't know who really can be canceled. canceled. I feel like cancel culture is kind of done. But I feel like that stuff don't work anymore. I feel like that stuff don't work anymore. But she would have been, like, a precipice example of, like, Oh, oh, we gotta cancel her. She's not good for this. She's not good for that. But Cardi B's always gonna be Cardi B, you know. Um, the situation's wild. Offset, brother, hold it down. What's going on over there in that house? You know, you guys have kids. God bless you. I hope you guys figure it out. But you did make her look crazy. People are like everyone <laughs> thinking that she cheated today. Like she cheated. She cheated. And it's like, she was like, don't listen to that country, man. Was she trying to say that he wasn't even spelling right? Because it didn't even make sense. Like, his thing didn't really kind of make sense what he posted. It was, like, grammatically incorrect. And it's like... It's street shit. It's some street shit, but, like, it's on that, some dumb shit. That shit sounds crazy, bro. My my wife fucked the... Fucked... What'd she say? A what nigga on me. on me. On me. You know how I get. You know how, you know how I get down. Y'all know how I He likes that shit. It's like, what does that mean? It how can be gets. interpreted in so many ways. Yeah, I don't know. He might be a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> if you're Offset, millionaire, one of the most historic rap groups of all time, and you're married, they're literally married to Cardi B, you have kids, would you cheat on Cardi B? I would never cheat on Cardi B. No. no. How would I do that? 
But what would drive a man like Offset to cheat on Cardi B and then accuse her of cheating back when I she did like, it? I feel like people who cheat on like, like beautiful, you know, you know, people be making fun of her when she don't got makeup, this, this, and that, whatever. But she's a beautiful woman. I oh, feel yeah. like I feel like people who 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 cheat on women of like that caliber type shit had just been dogs from since day one. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like Jay Z. Like that shit don't change. How do you cheat on Beyonce, bro? And he had to fight to get her back hard, though. Bro, but if you think about that. And they, that's true. That's a problem. That example. means that's a problem example as anybody could cheat on anybody because. That's yeah. true. Money don't matter. But Beyonce. Fame, looks, none of that matters. When it comes down to if you were a cheater, you were a cheater. Bro. See, but then. Eve did it. Yeah, but then it, they pushed through it. And look at them now. Because I doubt that Jay Z would do that shit again. If Jay-Z would cheat on her again, it would be the end of the world. We would hear the the biggest music ever created on this world by Beyonce. She'll but the, drop some the, shit to kill two, him. There'll be two sides to it, though. People going to rock with Jay-Z for doing that. Bro, there's so many dogs out there that will still rock with It depends. They're going to be like, bro, Jay-Z, Jay-Z got balls, bro. He cheated on one of the baddest bitches out I there. I feel like, this and that, bro. like you know toxic niggas they like Future get applauded. Like Future, yeah, you know it's Future. Yeah, yeah. But a nigga like Jay-Z, like when Jay, that came out when Jay-Z that supposedly did that, people were kind of confused. Like, what? Because remember when the whole video broke, like him fighting her sister Solange in the in elevator? Yeah, yeah. That was like rumblings of like there's an issue going on. Yeah. And then there was like rumors of a separation. And then we had the Jay-Z album, 444. Bro, classic album. It's an album that every time someone does an album like that, people compare it to that now. Like, uh, 444. You didn't fucking listen to a, a relationship, but... You I don't know? like it. <laughs> you, you like it? No. Listen, it's a more of an age thing. I get it. The younger niggas don't really... Motherfucker, I'm older than you. <laughs> yeah, but like, I feel like niggas in their 30s and 40s appreciate it. But I'm telling you, like, when someone drops, like, an album that's, like, mature... Like, let's mm. say if Drake were to drop a mature album now, all, even though it's, he's not, because it's called all, For All My Dogs, right? He's not going to drop no mature <laughs> shit. It's going to be some puppy, puppy dog. Need it, bro. Yeah, some dirtbag shit. shit bro. For all my dogs. Yo, I'm going to feel like a dog, bro. What? I've never been, but it mm. might have to step out. I'm going to be barking. <laughs> You're going to start growing paws out of nowhere. Ah! Uh, I might have to step out, bro. You know, but Jay-Z, when he did that album, it was like a mature album. Now everyone does a mature album. They compare it to 444. And I actually love that album. I think it's one of the most historic like bodies of work when it comes to like what it meant. And it was an apologetic album. It was crazy, bro. Like he apologized to an album. Like he had to. Like he had no well, other way. She came at his neck with an album. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> you know. It, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Offset, we're praying for you, brother. You know, <laughs> you have an amazing, amazing, uh, you know, person in your hands. I think very wild though. Dominican women are wild. Do not get me wrong. Dominican women are wild, but you chose to lay that dick in that pussy. She'll beat that. She'll beat him up, bro. She really would beat you up. She'll That's kill you, Dominican bro. Shit. She really would kill you. Allegedly. Allegedly. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of offset, him and Quavo have reunited officially. After takeoff's passing, there was already turmoil before the passing between the Migos. They separated. Offset was doing his solo thing. <laughs> Him and Cardi, family, and we had takeoff with Quavo. Unk and few. few. The uncle and the nephew, right? But then, takeoff, rest in peace, passed bro, away. Crazy. Takeoff was young, bro. Takeoff was young, bro. Takeoff looked like he was, Takeoff looked old, bro. He looked like he was the oldest one. Yeah. That's he why was, I always I thought. thought. He, I thought Everyone he was the uncle, that. bro. He's the, he's, the, he's the little uncle. It didn't make sense. 
You know how that like your it's grandma. That's how it works with families. Like your grandma had kid. If your grandma had kids in her fifties. Like her, her, her kid could be the same age as her young yeah. unks. Her, her daughter's kid. Was good, young like, unk. You know what I mean? it's weird. Young unk. Young unk. Yeah. It happens. You know, it happens. And then Takeoff's death still is mysterious to this day. Even though the person that allegedly was a shooter, um, has been arrested, I believe, but he wasn't really on camera. There's no real deal evidence that I've seen. Correct me if I'm wrong. Jay Prince affiliation. Everything that happened that weekend. People thought, okay. Remember backstage, it was like an argument at like an award show. I think it might have been the Grammys. I forgot what it was. And then Cardi B was involved. You guys are brothers. Why are you guys arguing? Mm-hmm. You guys should have been talked before today. Right? Fast forward months later. At the BT Awards, a tribute to Takeoff. And they're here together. Off San Quavo, reunited. Beautiful to see. They performed Takeoff's parts and shit. It was dope. You got takeoff in the background, images. It was dope to see, beautiful to see, and it's what I wanted. Because remember, I was like, yo, the Migos will never be the same. Because this is such a big situation, like there's a death involved, and Quavo was there, takeoff wasn't there. So it's like such a big miscommunication. And in the people's eyes, the public's eyes, it's like, yo, guy, you guys were the Migos. Like, what's going on? And people never really liked uh, like um, Quavo's music by himself compared to like Amigos project. Same with um Offset. Quavo is the worst. No, nah, I think single. I, I think Offset single albums did way better. You think it was? Uh, I think it did more better successfully because of the uh, Cardi B song Clout. They do anything for Clout. Nah, Offset, Offset's single album is fucking amazing, bro. It's actually the, talking about Father Figure, right? Something like that. Forefathers, yeah. Father Four, something like that. It's actually really good. That, it was one that of the best albums that year. Amazing. It's one of the best albums that year. But Takeoffs was fire. Takeoff as well. is good. Quavo Takeoff's was the so worst one. Was good. Yeah, Quavo was the worst. And oh. Quavo Hancho with Travis Scott was oh. not good either. Quavo yeah. is just good with the Migos. Like, he's good by himself. He's, a, he's the glue to the Migos. Don't get me wrong. But I think he's best with them than without them, in my opinion. Um, but now are we going to get a Quavo offset music? Quavo's still promoting his album. So there's a solo Quavo album done, ready to go. And there's a solo offset album ready to go. I think the Quavo album is called Rocket Power. Dedicated to Offset. Yes. I mean, um, Takeoff, take rest in peace. Rocket, they used to call him. But some people are saying that might be the Takeoff album. I don't know what's going on. But now with um, this situation, maybe they'll you're going to get Offset on it. You know, Offset might have to join the album now. He might add him to some songs. Yeah, That's what he fucking should do. Because that's what people want. Yeah. You right. know, rest in peace to Takeoff. We might get some unreleased Takeoff music soon too as well. But I think Offset has bigger fish to fry right now, you know. Between you know, music is music, bro, bro, you better fix that shit with Cardi B. She gonna fucking fuck you up, bro. <laughs> the household shit's nothing to play with. Over the weekend, this <clears throat> over the weekend, people on Twitter are trying to cancel Playboy Cardi because Playboy Cardi ignored Nardwar. When Nardwar approached Playboy Cardi's SUV behind the scenes backstage at Summer Smash, Cole Bennett's Lyrical Lemonade Festival in Chicago, this is what happened right here. So they grab something that he gave them, a book or something that he gave them, because you know Narwhal always has trinkets, gifts, gifts. gifts. It's gifts yeah. at the end of the day. Someone took it. They roll up the window. Bro, that that's fucking Narwhal, bro. Ha! 
How the fuck you guys gonna embarrass Nardwar? Bro, Nardwar's that's Nardwar? fucking Nardwar, bro. Bro, they embarrassed Nardwar. Nardwar's like, I just need one second. Got Nardwar looking crazy. Nardwar doesn't even look I, crazy. I, I, put that fucking... I want you to zoom this bitch in right now, bro. I want you motherfuckers to defend this nigga again, bro. Real fucking talk, bro. <laughs> he hates Cardi, bro. Bro, Cardi B is... I mean, Cardi B. Sorry, I'm sorry. She's... Playboy Cardi's fucking trash. And this, this shit right here cements it. You're garbage, bro. You're not bigger than Nardwar. Come the fuck down. All right, bitch? You got people in the comments. Little Duvall, Elliot Wilson. Elliot Wilson said, when you diss Nardwar, you diss yourself. Little Duvall said, nah, they got to apologize to Nardwar. He's harmless. And I agree. I met Nardwar with Eric at um, Day in Vegas. He showed so much love to us. Great energy. We took a photo with him. Bro, Nardwar is the classic interview. Nostalgic. Little Uzi did another Nardwar over the weekend with uh, at the same festival. Showing love. Bro, Playboy Cardi. It's, it's I know that bro. he's mysterious and he keeps his mysterious aesthetic shit. But Playboy Cardi needs to calm down. He's not Tupac. He's not Tupac. No. He's not Michael Jackson. I think Cardi, though, is amongst the most influential underground rappers of all time. When it comes to his sound, that baby voice shit, everything he's influenced, he has a whole generation right now that sounds just like Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi children, I call them. The Playboy Cardi babies. The, the Playboy babies, I call them. There's a lot of babies out here. Name one big one. The biggest one right now probably would be maybe what Destroy Lonely, which is his artist. Probably the biggest one. You can maybe argue Yeet is kind of like a Cardi baby. A hundred percent. Definitely. Even though Yeet's been out for a little minute, he's definitely post-Cardi. Yeah. If we're talking about timeline-wise. He's more towards the, the um, what's that album called? Red? The, the, the Red. It was supposed to be Red, but it's not Red. I forgot the name of it. I always call it red, but it's not red. Um, the didn't... vamp one. The Ye- vamp vamp Ye- Ye sounds better than Playboy Cardi. Nah, I don't think so. It depends. Ye has his moments. Yeah, yeah Ye's Ye pretty good. He be snapping, bro. He be snapping, but not Playboy Cardi. It depends. Prime Cardi is Prime Cardi. But nonetheless, Cardi is Playboy Cardi. Don't get me wrong, but people already don't like Cardi's music. They don't like, like... His painting of his nails, his screaming and his performances. He doesn't even rap his songs. He just screams, ah! And has his whole, the whole crowd just sing the, the whole song, ah! And that's all he does. And he's like, fucking has like an orgasm. And like, the leather on his body is like coming off. And like, he's kind of eating his skin. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> but then it's like. Yo, my loon hates this nigga. Bro. But then it's, it's like, trash, bro. okay, you're a rock star, me. Rock star. Rock star. But that's Nardwar, the human serviette, legendary interviewer. <laughs> you have to protect Nardwar. Yeah. Bro, Nardwar is like a... Come on, bro. I picture him like if you, you know like a unicorn. You're not like... Just think of like a fictional, like a magical creature. Mm-hmm. Like that nigga's like... The, the powers he possesses... I feel like he possesses powers. Bro, like 100%. He's, he's like a, he's not he's like a, a wizard. A, not, like, yeah, like he's not like a normal like human being like we he's are. A, like, he's an angel, bro. Like Yeah, like he knows shit. Like he's, Might as well be an apostle. Like the way the he'll Bible. ask you a question... He probably asked me a question about something I used to do when I was like four years old. Bro, how do you even? I never told nobody that. Bro, like, I'd, I'd cry if Nardwar interviewed me. In, right. You know what I'm saying? You told me, I'd be like, whoa. Bro, I, Pharrell interviewed him after being so amazed by Nardwar. He's like, I have to interview you. And then the next time they met up, he interviewed Nardwar and gave Nardwar like gifts. Bro, this is a legend. If you're into music, if you are a music fan that's on the internet, internet music baby, blog babies, You've watched Nardwar interviews. You know who the fuck Nardwar is. There wouldn't be necessarily a like certain like 
culture, like internet culture without interviewers, like a Nardwar. Without Nardwar's type of content, the fandom is just like, it has no soul. Nardwar adds soul, actual foundation to what it is to be a hip-hop fan. Playboy Cardi, you need to show respect to Nardwar. You could say no, but hop out. Yo, my bad, Nardwar, shake his hand. I can't Next right time, now. Exactly. like Uzi did. Uzi's giving Nardwar interviews that'll be 30 seconds long. Like, real quick running. Ah, I got you next time, blah, blah, blah. Because at least he's showing him the respect, you know? And th- this time, when they linked up, Uzi was, like, hugging him. Like, I missed you, man. Where you been? I almost cried watching that shit. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck? That shit makes me emotional. But yeah, Bro. it was, like, the last time you seen him was, like, 2016. Yeah, he was like, I haven't man. seen you in a while. Where yeah. you been? Where I missed you. And he hugged him. He's like, Uzi, I missed you, too. Oh, my God, Uzi, I missed you, too. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm about to cry in this bitch. Because I'm a real fan of this shit. Now, no, if Playboy Cardi's not a fan of hip-hop and he's not a fan of music culture, then he needs to come out and say it. Hopefully, he makes up for this shit, sends Narwar a video, calls Narwar, flies Narwar out. This would be the perfect opportunity. Next album rollout, Cardi, have a Narwar interview. Fly him out to your house. Pay that man. Do something. You need to make up for it because now it looks, it looks horrible. People, His own Playboy Cardi fans are coming at him. Good. They should. <laughs> they're, start, they're starting to realize. <laughs> Where they realize that he's trash. <laughs> he's a bad human being. <laughs> Bro, listen, you you are a bad human being if you're ignoring Nardwar. Listen, but we did talk about his shit that he did with uh, Iggy and shit. Remember, he was he was he does give bad human being vibes. He beat his bitch, bro. Yeah, he beat her up allegedly. <laughs> this nigga was playing PS4 with Lil Uzi Vert. Why? his son was being, being born. born, bro? He's probably a bad dad. God yeah. bless. He's I don't want to judge person, him as another dad. I'm a dad. I hope he's a good dad. I hope he's a good dad. He's man. a bad person, bro. <laughs> he makes bad music. And is he is looks, he going to hell, man? And he looks crazy. Is he going Most to hell? Definitely. Damn. He's first in line. He's the first ten niggas in hell. Is Lou? Is fucking? Is Playboy Cardi? Maybe Uzi because the, the 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 fucking demon shit. I don't know. Lil what's Uzi's going like on a little kid, but he's adorable, man. I fucking love Lil Uzi. Oh, I thought you said you fuck him. Um, chill, nah, chill, yeah. chill. But um, someone that we definitely got to worry about from the same class of young rappers, Kodak Black was seen on Instagram Live, reportedly high off of what people are saying is meth. He was high tweaking, and I don't know who the fuck was filming him and put this up and went on Instagram Live. But if you look at um, this, viewer discretion is advised, it's very concerning. You didn't want to do it. You got you expect like BB nines and you go to um like that. I ain't saying that they just now I mean y'all y'all what you call it, yeah. Y'all need how to bring out all y'all secrets. This ain't gonna be It looks like he got kidnapped. It looks like he's in an interrogation. What the fuck is going on here? I can't hear what he's saying. He's like stuttering and like talking low. Bro, he's he's sounding like a, like a crackhead, bro. This is sad, bro. This is very sad. Bro, he's such a good fucking person, bro. And it, it, who are these friends, bro? Look at people commenting. People are literally commenting. Stop recording. Him and end the live. Secrets. I bet if how you know we public records and public information, public with anybody else. So you like this is a huge stretch all the way out. And if all of this, if if my already. Yeah, man. I don't know. 
Uh, this is crazy. And then there's a song recently where he's talking about his use of meth right here. Give me a demo of that meth. Gave me a sample of that meth. Whoa. I tried and I liked it. Gave me a demo of that meth. You out here taking samples of meth? Bro. Sounds good. The song sounds good. The song, bro, gotta be honest. It's a, it's a vibe. I've never heard that I've never song heard before. that song though, right? I've never even seen this video. This white guy doing like like lines of like something through his nose. Coke. It's like Coke. It could be baby powder. It's cocaina. You know what I'm saying? But I want us to pray for little Uzi to get little Uzi. Um, Kodak Black, because also aside from that, Bro, Kodak that Black. That comment say, "Dang, that's messed up." <laughs> <laughs> they need, they need to help him, bro. They need to help him because it's like that. This shit could be his fucking downfall, bro. Yeah, now today he's in jail, bro. We know so many fucking talented artists and shit like that that got into heavy drugs and shit and they died. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Come on, man. Hundred percent. And look at him. And at least he looks here. He looks fine today. In 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 jail, you know, with his uh, mugshot. Yeah, but he liked it. His goatee. That's the thing, bro. He liked it. And he surrendered for allegedly violating his pre-release trial conditions. And the charge is one, warrant, felony. The charge is for trafficking oxycontin grams. He had a two hundred and fifty dollar, thousand dollar bond, a quarter million dollar bond. Bro, this is crazy. This is all public record right here. So, this is this is crazy. Like Marlon said, we don't want him to be caught up and be another dead rapper, another Juice World, overdosing on drugs, you know, another Mac Miller, overdosing on drugs. This can happen to Kodak Black easily. This can happen to anyone, but specifically him, because now we see him on Instagram Live off of what people are saying could have been meth. You know, and people say that also because they know certain people doing meth, so they see the mannerisms. Because if you're doing crack, you're going to behave a certain way. If you're doing, you know, lean, you're going to behave a certain way. Heroin. Heroin. It's all different, you know, attributes to symptoms. So, Kodak, you're one of my favorite rappers, one of my favorite artists of all time. Please, Kodak Black, stay off of the drugs. We, I think that we need you in this music thing, in this hip-hop thing. I think we need your energy. You're very talented. like... See, he's up there. Bro, he's up there. Like, you can't forget about it. You can forget. You easily could, like, count him out because there's so many others that come to mind first. But, like, yeah, don't. Like, he don't disappoint. Like, mm-hmm. He doesn't disappoint. Even though sometimes I feel like he could be more organized with his releases, like his yeah. last album. I didn't know it dropped. Yeah, I mean, we're not talking about that last album. Yeah, we got to But I'm just saying. Yeah, that I mean, shit. Nah, I, got, I count that. I count that. We got to skip that shit, bro. We need to get Mr. Morale. Rose. He has some shit on there. We need to get Mr. Morale to take him in or some shit, bro. Because Kendrick, man, or or Drake. I had a vision. I'm like, yo, Drake should like be calling him right now or calling his team right now. Yo, fly him out to Toronto, have him around you, just be him around for a couple days. Like, someone needs to come in and save this man because this is crazy. You know, so prayers for the brother, young brother Kodak. Um. Oh, we definitely got to talk about this shit. Jim Jones and Pusha T have an ongoing rap beef. For those who don't know, Jim Jones, this is a Jim Jones song where he somehow remade the... Why does it say no sound? Did they remove the sound? Whoa. 
It's on Twitter. Damn, they removed the sound. I seen it on Twitter earlier. Yeah, it's on it's on YouTube too. But Jim Jones uh, remixed the song that initially was previewed by Pusha T at the uh, fashion show, Louis Vuitton fashion show, by Pharrell. You know, because it's produced allegedly by Pharrell, the song. So we have him actually responding, and he kind of remade this beat. I don't know how they did that, because the song's not even out. It was just previewed, you know. So that's actually a bonus point. I'm like, that's dope that Jim Jones did that. He remade the beat somehow, right? And before we even get to that, let's keep it in chronological order. So Pusha T, after Jim Jones said that Pusha T's not a top 50 rapper, he's been clowning Pusha T, he's kind of been riding the Drake wave, He's trying to say, like, you know, Pusha T's not Drake at all. Like, he's riding. He's still talking about the Drake and Pusha T beef, basically, and saying, like, why he supports Drake way more than Pusha T. He's saying that Pusha T. No, he said literally verbatim, he never wanted to be Pusha T in his life. He's like, what What kid ever wanted to ever be Pusha T? Arguable stance. But it's like, Shit. it's different lanes for different rappers, right? Yeah. So, after that, people were like, damn, Pusha's going to say something because... Jim Jones keeps doubling down. Every interview, every interview, he keeps doubling down. So then we have Pusher saying it here in this song. Listen to this. You're chasing the feature way out of your element. Drake. People keep saying he's trying to get the Drake feature. Oh, you're Ryan Drake's dick because you're trying to get that Drake feature. So he's, he's Pusher T's talking about that. I know by now you get the message. You think to be valid amongst veterans. So it's like a whole verse dedicated to Jim Jones without saying Jim Jones' name, right? So this is not even out yet. It was just previewed. So then Jim Jones took it upon himself to respond. And now we have Jim Jones on the block, from the block. Meanwhile, Pusha T dropped his song or previewed his song in Paris, Fashion Week, runway show in front of Jay-Z, in front of mad celebrities, billionaires, right? Different worlds, right? In front of everyone, Pharrell. And he actually walked there, him and Clips, his brother uh, Malice from the Clips. They both walked there and they previewed this song. It's like a new clip song. And he's like coming at Jim Jones. And he's like, oh, wow, so fancy, so elegant, you know, rap type shit that Pusha T would do. Jim Jones went back to Harlem on the block and just kicked the traditional to his world. He's like, yo, this is my world. And he did this. Shit, I ain't... Before, you, before you drop that, well, before you drop this shit, let, let me give you some inspiration because you lack it, huh? <laughs> you can put the speaker up a little bit more. You get the chance. No, the speaker, so like the last, I think it's yeah, the third one. Gonna let him get a do-over. They got you gas, you must think that you the new hover. You afford that... Ah, the Jay-Z, because he's like, Jay-Z's Pusha T's idol. Oh, talking about Malice. <laughs> he's coming at his brother. Kanye gave you whips, but that's what they do to the slaves. Cars, whip, like you whip mm -hmm. us. It's bars, bro. Mm -hmm. It's simple bars, but it's bars. Mm -hmm. Trying to act bad, but we ain't doing charades. I really have bombs on the block. It's like I threw a grenade. Mm, okay, okay. Don't got no time to be concerned with no watch you got. You never been uptown by not working by the pocket spot. Que lo que? 
<laughs> that nigga Stones is dancing though. Very dancing. Very, very dancing. The Michael Jackson dancing. Choppy chop. I love a little chop 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 cheese. <laughs> He's going in. I'm also pausing for copyright purposes, but he is going in. My name is my name, but they ain't screaming yet. Going back to the Pusha T album, My Name is My Name. Mmm. Rap the Kane. Cocaine, the, all that cocaine you sell. Okay, okay. Now he's talking about some street shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. When it comes to Jim Jones and street shit, if you know what it is to New York, etc. Allegedly, he's one of the people that people check in with if you're going to New York. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. You know, allegedly. I don't want to incriminate nobody, but he's one of those people. <laughs> you know, um, I've checked in with him. No, I haven't. I haven't. I don't check in. I just pop up. I'm a civilian. I don't got to check in. I'm not a fucking... <laughs> I'm not a banger. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I ain't banging and rapping nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't it's checking. Serious. I ain't waving no flag. You know what I'm saying? Um, American flag sometimes, but you can't even wave that nowadays because you could be considered nah, a racist. I don't, I don't wave that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. His album. Because he said he didn't like that last album. The album was not bad. It was great. It was good. But he was clowning that last album on the Breakfast Club. He didn't like uh, Pusha T's last album. He didn't. He just liked Diet Coke, <laughs> the song. And he did a remix of Diet Coke, Jim Jones, when it dropped. And Pusha T showed love to that. Oh, now look at them now, a year later. <laughs> trying to bring the clips Ooh. back? He is trying to bring the clips back, Jim Jones. He is. Yeah. <laughs> Coming at Malice, because Malice... <laughs> Mouth is skinnier. I, I'm. A, I, he might have had. I don't think he did. Did he have? No health issues. I don't think so. I don't. I don't remember that being the case. I don't want to take it to that level. But he is obviously skinnier than Pusha T aesthetically. Malice always looks thin, you know. Mm. But I don't think he was like coked out. That's crazy to say. <laughs> mm. Can I just say something yeah, about yeah. this video? Yeah, yeah. There's nobody, like, nobody really cares that this is going on. It's kind of like, he's like, is this really, like, his life? Like, is he really be on the block like this? <laughs> yeah. You know what's crazy? In Harlem? Hell Cause, yeah. Cause he you runs see, Harlem. Because it's like, nobody's entertained, like, uh, it's not it's like... casual and, for them. And, 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 it's not like Jim Jones is outside. But that's reality. That's the thing. Jim is Jones, that his reality? Jim Jones drops some shit or whatever. That's probably what the streets are going to be like. Yeah. Majority of people won't know. Ain't really gonna care. Respectfully. If, if you know, you know. Yeah, he's a you know, he's an OG. But bro, he's, 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 he's got a like million in Jews right now. Pusha T's not like a high streaming artist. Aren't they right? Right. Like, no one's like, going for Pusha T for streams. People but, respect Jim Jones. I feel like he just is like it's like he's in his lane. I think this is what he should have did. Now he has to fucking prepare. We're gonna finish the song, but this is not enough. Like no. this is not gonna like you're smacking Pusha T a little bit here. But you're not fucking like killing him, yeah. you know? Shooters like Luca that hit you niggas out in Dallas. Y'all be dressing kind of weird, man. You really need a status plus. They be dressing kind of weird. You really need a status. I kind of like how Pusha T dresses. It's very high end, very, you know, fashionable. 
Oh, damn. Now he's trying to call him gay because he dresses fly and this and that. He's, he's, that's a New York shit. Some New York shit right there. Oh my god. He's a gorilla because he got apes in his features because he looks like an ape. He's saying he looks like a monkey. <laughs> Earlier they called him ugly. He's wow. like, you roaches. You wouldn't survive in a raid. Now he's calling him apes and shit. You wouldn't survive in a raid. <laughs> <laughs> mm, nine tray. Is really? that a blood gang? Allegedly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Do your Googles yourself. I don't know. Because Pusha T said that he had uh, fake diamonds, lab, lab diamonds. Lab diamonds. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what you're going through. He just sat down. Back. Bro, he got some skinny ass legs, bro. Pusha T's in your top 50? Yeah. In my top 50, yes. Yeah. I don't even have a top 50. He definitely would be my top fifty. I think Pusha I think T, I wouldn't even be able to make. I, it top I don't think I can make a top fifty, but he's in that list. Like I'd probably be able to make a top twenty-five. Alicia Keys said the other day, there was an interview that resurfaced. She said that's her fair rapper, ever. Pusha Pusha T. T. I didn't know that. I was like, wow, that's dope. But listen, he's not in my top ten. Ten. No. But there's that. Like last year, I think he was the best. He had the best rap album last year. I think easily. Mm -hmm. Whenever he's out. He has arguably the best rap albums when he's out. You know, he has those moments. Skill-wise, energy-wise, yes. Now, did I ever want to be Pusha T? No. He doesn't give me, like, superstar status. Did you ever want to be Jim Jones? Yes. Yeah, hell yeah, Marlon. Yeah? Hell yeah, Marlon. Right. Jim Jones and Dipset were some of the most influential. Everybody want to be Dipset. Bro, bro, what he's wearing now, Murder Bravado... That they that's inspired by Dipset. Jim Jones the Dipset. Yeah, that's 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 the whole aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? Colors. Also New York shit. You know, and also there is a clip where I could play a quick moment. This nigga did go crazy on Push today. Um, Jim Jones on the Joe Budden podcast. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to play the visual, but you guys can hear it. Let me cover the visual. For Somebody you. calling Flip and not me. <laughs> this is what I'm saying to you. I think that this could be entertaining. I do think that you oh, could. It's definitely gonna be entertaining. I think for once, in my, for once in my life, I'm in a place where I don't have to fumble with who I am. I ain't got to fumble with my. I don't got. I could really just do music and have a good time. Joe, Joe Budden loves. And like I said, gossip, you bro. I, I just finished saying. I don't think he got all the time in the world to be able to keep up if an intense battle were to happen. I don't. That's a good point. Like, are they gonna keep going? Like, Pusha T hasn't responded yet. Like to that one, for example, you have. Are there gonna be some Drake and Pusha T vibe? Remember when Drake and Pusha T would drop one day, next day, one day, next day? <laughs> like, is it gonna be that? Is Pusha gonna do that? He's gonna have to if Jim Jones is taking it serious. I don't think he's doing that. He don't. He, I mean, you know, but it's all fun and games, and that's what I'm taking it as. You heard? That was a cute, cute little display of of, of wordery. But I this is what I will say to you. Show. But that this was is a big, that, that was a big that was a big platform. He's right. He's talking about the Pusha T's song premiering at the yeah, fashion I think that show. Was weird. No one knew. Like, 
that was like you think that people in the crowd knew what the fuck that song was about no one knew so he's right there it's like it is like wait a minute was like the vibe like it was cool. Who in the crowd knew what was going on? Maybe how nobody. How much did it but take? you, Mr. Harlem fashion guru, man, mm-hmm. Mr. King of the Drip, uh-huh. you had to be looking like, all right. That was cute. That was cute. <laughs> <laughs> you got to play. You got to play. Play a model and, and have some background music. That means you're a grown man walking down the runway with Jim Jones on your mind. Why? 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 Why do you have another that man sounds crazy. Your runway? <laughs> this is the this this is gonna be the other. What do you say to the person that that you were speaking up for, which is Drake? What do you say to the people that say Pusha made him run and hide in lyrical battle? I'm not Drake. I'm really outside. These niggas ain't in the places I'm at, and I go to all the places they at. Girl, <laughs> see, see, he's not wrong there. That, that's a bar. He's not wrong at all there. That's a bar. Listen to what he says next. Yeah, this is I, did runway, I did runway Paris last year. I, it, was, it was cute. It was fun. You heard? If he's, I think he was modeling for. I think maybe Louis Vuitton for Virgil. Either last year, or a couple of years ago. But he always is like he's always like used for, for Kit. All these brands always use Jim Jones and them for like modeling. He's been to all these fashion shows, so he's mm-hmm. right. He can do that, and he can go back to Harlem to rap like we just saw. But Pusha T can't do that. At least we haven't seen Pusha T. Pusha T might look crazy doing that. Imagine Pusha T going back to the hood of Virginia. We haven't seen that. When's the last time we saw that with that video when he dissed um, uh, Exodus? Mm. But he wasn't even in the streets, was he? I think it was just footage of the streets. Exodus. Remember that song, Exodus? I think Mm -hmm. it was just footage of the streets and people like crackheads doing drugs. I don't think he was there with them. I might be wrong. He might have been giving them the crack. Yeah. But like... Jim Jones has some valid points here. We got to give it to him. He says, if he says something foul, you have to be able to just respond on. Oh, if he says something foul, if he says something foul, he got to be ready to play the game, nigga. You want to, this is hip hop. Don't tell me what I gotta do. You better tell him to be careful. It's a chance. It's a slight chance it could go lefty, nigga. And I'm a right. Why you got this thing thought of, man? It's true. I just said this though. I agree with that point. You gotta. Oh, this is good. I like this energy. I ain't gonna lie. I like it. I like it, and and I like it for you. I do. I do. So then he played him the song, and he said some more shit after this. Block for him. It's Pharrell gonna spin the block for him. Don't hide this thing. Don't hide this thing. Don't hide this thing. Is Malice gonna say a prayer? Is Malice gonna spin the block for him? Stop. Cabo, chill out, man. I'm talking about musically, too. Like, who the fuck about spinning the block for him? I ain't talking about on the thug shit. We already know I can do that, bro. I'm talking about musically. Who we got that's gonna spin the block for him? Jay, uh, yeah, no. Who? Malice. Malice ain't Pharrell. They're gonna hop on your ass, nigga. <laughs> Malice, Malice is a preacher that works at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> See? All right. Yeah, all right. His brother's a preacher that works at Walmart. I like listen this energy listen from Jim, though. Listen to me. Listen to me. And he was talking about my spirit. You know what happened to my spirit when my house got repossessed and ended up with three brand new. No! Hang up! No! We say about where we come from and True, true. On. You heard? But lately, I've been putting out these lists that people, like I did with the podcast list. Remember that mm-hmm, list? Mm-hmm. You did? So they've been trying. They, they've been. I'm a lyricist. <laughs> I watched the show, nigga. You was talking oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You get the gist. He's talking his shit. He's confident. 
And this is going to keep on going. Entertaining. It's the only rap beef we have right now, currently, technically, right? Because we keep saying that Drake and Kendrick have been dissing, but it's not really dissing. <laughs> this is a current rap beef in hip-hop happening right now. There's always some sort of rap beef. And I think that... I love Jim Jones, but he has some valid points. I think Pusha T is going to body him. <laughs> I think Pusha T might rip his soul out his soul. Soul out his soul. I've never seen that before, bro. Soul ripped out the soul. I swear to God, because oh, Pusha T could take it there, bro. When Pusha T said that 40 is dying from multiple sclerosis, and he's tick, 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 how much 40 got on this life? Like, when he was saying all that shit, coming at Drake, and then he revealed that Drake was high on a child, like, Pusha T plays different. He's going to go to that lane with with Jim Jones, and it's going to be some shit that is going to be like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But what can he say? I don't know. I'm curious to hear what he's going to say, bro. Something's coming this Pushy week. Pushy can body his shit 100%. Something, something is coming this week. Um, final topic before we get, we get into some final words by Isaiah. We got to cover this Ocean Gate submersible submarine oh. that has now landed five people dead. Allegedly. We don't know if these people could pop up live somewhere. I doubt it. You were the conspiracy. Yeah, I doubt it. It could have possibly happened. I doubt it. You never know. Or if they're just obliterated and will never ever That's will a ever crazy see. word to use, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never Please. ever see any remnants of them ever, ever, ever in life. Right? First of all, I want to show the clip Damn of me. the man that passed away on this submersible who was the CEO. He goes by the name Stockton Rush. Now, Mr. Rush, in my opinion, is an idiot and should have been in jail before this submersible bullshit even was ever launched. Listen to this, right? That uh, Elon Musk was doing SpaceX. Inside the box, everything's scary. But as early as 2018, there was concern about the Titan's design. A former employee says that when he raised safety concerns, Rush fired him. That same year, a group of submersible engineers urged Rush to seek certification of the Titan by a safety agency. And sued him. Rush declined, saying that regulation would stifle innovation. So he never got safety uh, certified for this. There was no safety verif. There's nothing that's verified. Yeah, there's nothing that's verified or like said, oh, this is safe fully. Because he didn't want to, because it stifled innovation. Listen to this. At some point, safety just is pure waste. <laughs> I mean, if Sometimes you do, I mean, say, don't get out of bed. At some point, he said, at some point, safety is pure waste. Listen to his justification. This is pure waste. I mean, if you just want to be safe, don't get out of bed. Don't get in your car. Don't do anything. Yeah. At some point, you're going to take some risk. And it really is a risk-reward question. I said, I think I can do this just as safely by breaking the rules. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Bro, what? Don't get out of bed. He broke something. Don't get out of bed. You know, don't live your life if you don't want to not live your life. You know, I'm gonna go live my life and put people in a tube that's not safety verified, and you know, it has some you know older material because I want to save money and be different. I want to be a MacGyver. You know, I want to make shift some bullshit. I want to get some controllers from Logitech gaming controllers. You know, what I'm saying I want to put some. Fucking, what's it called? Plexi? Plexiglass? What's that shit called? The the plastic? The plastic shit that is like, um... Plexiglass. I think it's plexiglass. Some plexiglass <laughs> plastic <laughs> bullshit. Seven inch plastic bullshit that when you go deep into the water, 
the pressure makes it three inches. So that's not risky at all, right? You could have just put some thick-ass glass, right? You could put some good... <laughs> so this man didn't even want to use glass. He just... I got to put some fucking plexiglass, right? To be cheaper, to be, like, innovative. It's very innovative. Um, very cool. Very, very... Oh, my God. Right? We've got to realize these people are drilled shut. 17... I think 17 uh, screws, they drill it shut. That's how this shit works. Mm -hmm. You know, we can actually play a video that shows it, like, how it actually works. Because... First of all, people, yes, they paid $250,000 to go on here. But oh. this was actually successful in the past. Yeah. They visited the Titanic multiple times, like a dozen plus times with the same submarine doohickey shit, right? <laughs> the problem lies in a lot of that was test trials for uh, research. But now when you make it like a field trip, hey, pay me $250,000 and anyone can join. Now it becomes more of a, what do you call it, like a expedition, like a, a exhibition, like something mm -hmm. that's just for anyone to come. Mm -hmm. Tourist, tourist vibes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you might be overdoing it if it's not safe. Why not, why not make it safe? Like, it doesn't make no sense. It's just idiotic, you know? So the man, uh, well, first, before we get to the man also, this is the kid's mom. Mary runs There's a kid that passed away on this Titan, it's called. It was a kid. Uh, he was 18, to, I think. Yeah. Used to teach himself through YouTube how to solve the Rubik's Cube, and he was really fast at it. Suleiman Dawood's mom says he didn't go anywhere without his Rubik's Cube. He wanted to solve it on his way to see the Titanic, a voyage the 19-year-old made with his father, 19. Shazada. It was supposed to be Shazada and I going down, and then I stepped back and gave the space to Suleiman because he really wanted to go. She was on board the Polar Prince, the ship that towed the Titan out to sea. The sentence, we lost com. I think that would be a sentence I would never want to hear in my life again. Wow. Lost comms, all communication. That's the way her horrific ordeal began last Sunday. I think I lost hope when we passed the 96 hours mark. 96 hours, the estimated time before oxygen would run out. But the U.S. Coast Guard says the sub suffered a catastrophic implosion. It has now convened a Marine Board of Investigation into the Titan tragedy. This case has been extremely complex in an unforgiving and difficult to access region of the ocean. Its primary goal is to determine the cause. The NBI, however, is also responsible for accountability aspects of the incident, and it can make recommendations to the proper authorities to pursue civil or criminal sanctions as necessary. Canada's Transportation Safety Board has also launched an investigation, as has the RCMP. This remotely operated vehicle has been to the ocean floor four times, trying to recover the wreck, a priority, says the Coast Guard. It won't say whether recovering the bodies will be possible. Damn. No, it's not possible. You want to know why? I really, really missed them. Man. It's an implosion. Since it's an implosion, all that pressure... Goes anywhere, right? They're liquid. Yeah. They're liquid. It was like 15,000, some shit. I think more. It was Whatever more. it was. It a, was a crazy amount of pressure. A ridiculous amount of, of pressure. They said it's basically like if you were... The pressure is basically related to if you were to flip the Eiffel Tower upside down... <laughs> 
and put it on your big toe. That's the amount of pressure. You know how much that shit would hurt? Not hurt. It's like, there's no, you the, can't even think about the, the pressure. The thing is, is that since it was an implosion, it happened so quick, they didn't, they didn't feel nothing. They probably didn't even know it happened. Implosion's so fast, bro. I think they suffocated before that happened. You think so? You think so? I think that happened the moment that they hit. Because I was seeing, too, you see, this. there's too many differences, right? I was hearing that supposedly the kid didn't want to go. Yeah. But now the mom's saying that he did. I was hearing Probably for legal that, reasons. that the I was hearing that right. I was hearing that the Titan could only go thirteen hundred feet or some shit like that or whatever, and I think the Titanic is sixteen hundred. But now, if they made multiple trips before, that means they've gone be- below what they say that they could. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, it makes no sense. I'm hearing one thing here, one another over here. But that definitely it was an implosion. You know what I'm saying? And even if they were able to get to the surface, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just the fact that that thing is shut from the outside, they were going to die regardless if they didn't get to them. Because right. if their oxygen ran out, then what the fuck were they going to do? They definitely can't get... Yeah. So, it, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen at some point. There's so many flaws, bro. It's and like, James Cameron, who's been to the Titanic down below... Many times. Like 30 plus times... And has been the person, the only person in the world to go as far as the Mariana Trench, the three times deeper than the Titanic. He's a director of Avatar. You know, he's done so many classic movies. The man himself, you know, said it. Like, he didn't think, like, this guy, he thought he was kind of like a nutcase, you know, because he was being cheap with shit and, like, trying to be innovative and trying to be weird and, like, like, be less practical. Because, you know, in a sense, like, yeah, if you get too technical, you're going so deep below that if you lose electricity, you're done. So you do want, kind of want to be more manual and more traditional. So that type of shit works. So you want to be cheaper? Yes. But it's not the safest. You, you Why would you know, take a group of five yeah. fucking people as a tourist site type of thing to down there? You want to know what's another thing that, that threw me the fuck off is, like, why something like that? Why don't you have anything attached to it? You know what I'm saying? To pull it up. Like, yeah, like a like a up. fifteen foot long, fifteen thousand feet long, thirty thousand feet long just, anchor. Yeah, why don't you have something attached to it? You know what I'm saying? And why if if one, why don't you have something attached to it? Two, why did y'all wait a whole day to try to you know what I'm saying? They waited days to yeah. finally get people to come in. Why? You I see, this is the shit it's that weird. makes no sense. It's very You know weird. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is a vlog that came out. I recommend to go watch it. This YouTuber, he was on mission three of Titan. So Titan, for those who don't know, had missions where people were finally able to go as tourists. That's the, one of the ones, the, uh, one of the missions, uh, one of these five missions was the ones that Mr. Beast was going to potentially be on. Yeah. Mission five was the one that everyone died on. This was mission three. So this kid, you know, he wasn't able to go. But he did go on a test run because the day that he was going to go, there was weather issues and shit. And I also saw that there was another one where they were actually inside and there was a case where they lost communication. Oh, yeah. That that was a year ago or like two years ago, a while ago. And they were trying to figure out what was going on and stuff like that. And then then he let one of those things like go. If you let one of them things go, it like helps you like come back up into Mm -hmm. surface. And once they did that, it like, Connected to communication and they like kept going or some shit like that. It's weird, bro. So this is a Titan. This is inside. 
And this is the, the YouTuber. He's showing people, like, how it goes in. And he's actually with people that, um, on his vlog, he mentions it, people that died. Like, he met, uh, like, all of them that basically um, passed away. He basically met them all. Mm. He missed it by a couple of days. Thank God. You know, he survived. He didn't go on this. So he's showing you how it goes. It goes deep. You know, that was just a test run. And they have people coming in and out, checking it. But James Cameron's theory was just that the material that this is made out of, even though it was NASA approved, which is like, okay, NASA, but NASA deals with space. NASA's not underwater, but okay. Mm. NASA approved material, after so many uses, it got weaker in a sense. That's why it imploded, because they never read. There wasn't two. They could have done two of these. Multiple, have multiple. They always use the same one, it seemed like. The same one that would go down, you know, especially with these missions that were happening, these five missions. You know, they put the pressure, so much pressure on this, so it's bound to basically break. You know? But. Guy's an idiot, bro. <coughs> I would never do that shit, idiot. bro. Would you ever do this for $250,000? If you're a billionaire, would no. you ever do this? Go down. Mm. I would go down, but not in that. I would go down if it's like a solidified, like, confirmation a group of 10 people, something that's strong, nah. some professional shit. This was something that was sketchy from the jump. I, I wouldn't, bro. I'm not a curious person, bro. I, I, for, I was having this conversation with Eric, bro. I'm not a curious person, bro. I'm the type of guy, the way that I live, man, is that nothing's 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 80% is like, yeah, it could work, but there's a 20% chance it can't. You know what I'm saying? This some white that, people. This is some white people shit. That twenty percent shit is enough for me to be like, nah, I'm good, bro. I don't like putting my life in danger, bro. This some white people shit. You see white people do this like, and this is not to generalize, but if we're being honest, you usually only see white people in caves. You usually only see white people skydiving from m fucking million feet high. <laughs> you usually only see white people dying on Mount Everest. And you usually now only see white people dying, deep sea diving, trying to visit the Titanic. Bro, there's plenty, Why? There's plenty of videos on YouTube, bro, showing you the Titanic. What it looks 4K. like. 4K. Why would I want to go there? Bro. Watch the movie. Watch the movie. <laughs> Classic movie. Love the, the movie. Movies. There's a movie, you know? And it's like, man. <laughs> you know, it's funny. They were saying that they, they were bringing it back to Netflix to stream. What, the Titanic? The Titanic. I have a Titanic um shirt. But I think nah, I might sold the vintage shirt. That shit probably going crazy right now. That's crazy, though. Oh, People you know have always what? been now, fascinated now with since, the Titanic. Now since shit's hot, let me bring the Titanic bring to shit. Let me bring it back up. Get some money. People have always been fascinated with Titanic. It's never going to go away. The fascination and stuff. People have always been curious with it, you know, because the ship's so bro, big. Bro, have you looked into so many theories behind it, bro? There's so many theories. There's a lot. It's crazy, If you bro. look at it, there's a lot of stuff down there. If you look at the videos of the Titans' trips in the past, and even James Cameron's trips in the past, where people, you see a lot of stuff, bro, like marble floors from inside of Titanic on the bottom of the sea, still intact. Like, marble floor pieces, like, so many years later looking brand new. So there's a lot of curiosity that people want to visit it, like, you know, because, yes, it was the iceberg that happened, right? There was an iceberg. But there's but theories really with the J.P. Morgan and, like, certain rich billionaires, like... That were on that boat. They were on that boat. Nah, it and was then, purpose, yeah, purposely sank. Yeah, purposely and sank and it. That. There's a lot of rumors with that. they say that that's technically not even the Titanic. That's the sister ship. And the, it's, it's crazy, yeah. bro. Yeah. 
There's so many theories behind everything. You know, and it's and it's one of those things like why haven't they been able so far yet to pull up the Titanic and put it like in a museum? You know, but it's gonna take a lot of work. It's a lot of pressure. Bro, I think the like that second half is like pancaked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's split like in half. It's like separately bro. like damn near like a mile apart, but it's like in the same area. There's mile debris apart? everywhere. He has debris everywhere. There's like a map of it, they have it. Um, this shows like where the distance between the Titanic parts, the, like the back. I don't know if it's the back part or like the front part. I think I, th- the first part that like sank or whatever is like pancaked. Like people are always talking about like oh like that's the what they would like to explore and shit like that. But like how that yeah. whole thing is just flat, bro. Like and I think people deep dive all the time. This has never been this tragic. This is the most tragic death in the history of deep diving, exploration, researching, because people, they might be a rare occasion of a death, but not five people dying. So that's why it's such a rare coincidence, and that's why they're so fascinated by, like, what the fuck, why did we let this happen? Why is this permitted? But I do think that the man should have been arrested. This should, should this should have never been, like, public, like, yo, no. let's let these niggas go and do this dumb shit. Nigga made a video talking about rules of, like, rules of lame. Bro. And then you let them, you let them sail that thing. That sounds crazy. Insane, bro. You fire people that are questioning your safety abilities. Sued, sued him too. No, 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 no. The man's an idiot, bro. But there we have it. Swifty, talk to the people. You know, you are, in my opinion, you know, the best artist right now in the state, in the city. Talk to them about your music that you have out right now. The name of the project and the actual sound. You know, everything that you did with it. Because you're right. someone that be cooking shit up, bro. He cooks shit up so casually, you know. And this is written and produced by Swift. Swifty himself, for those who don't know out there. Yeah, so I just um, put together EP, six um, songs. They all, like, geared towards that club vibe, that Jersey style. You know what I mean? More so, like, I personally, what made me want to make that project was, like, I made one song. I never experimented with like that type of style of beat, like you know, yeah. like that. I just, I do this thing a lot where I'll make a song without the drums. Mm. Like I'll make a beat and I'll put the drums last. Like I'll make the whole song, I'll sing the whole song, hook verse, two verses, whatever, and then go put the drums at the end and fit the drums around the the vibe of the song. Wow! And for that song, it was called "Keep You Knocked." That was the first one I made out of, out of the six, and I felt like. Once I put those drums in, I created something like it was different. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So basically, you know how like the drill shit's kind of hot nowadays and a lot of people is into drill shit. I can't do it. I can't drill. I'm not for the violence. I don't rap about <laughs> killing people. You know what I'm saying? I don't, that's not me. You know what I mean? I like I like yeah, to yeah. rap. Up. People know me like stuff that got me known really was like my love songs like songs I make about like girls and like yeah, yeah. shit I'm going through so I found a way to incorporate that into my EP so the EP's called uh, Better Without You and honestly with that title I had the title at the end of like everything and I'm like what can tie all these songs together and I just went toxic as toxic as possible. Some part of me was like, this gotta be like some future shit. Like, yeah. I gotta rap this. This gotta, this gotta be like a feeling. You know what I mean? Like, do you yeah. feel that way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> real you know life. what I mean? His real life. You know, it was real Cause life. Because if, if I could give you an overall theme of every song, it's like, <laughs> it's like you was in a relationship, you was in a relationship with somebody you knew you shouldn't have been in a relationship with. Mm. And like, 
sex is good, so that's a key point in why you keep going back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. And I'm not the only person that's been through that, so. No, I feel like a lot of people could relate, so I was like, this is perfect. But I'm like, where do people often find themselves when they're feeling like that? Mm-hmm. They're outside. So I'm like, I got to make this outside. I got to find a way to get this playable, like, in, in a, a function, function setting, setting, like, in a in a setting where, like, feel me? Because most of the time when people make a dance song, like, they're going for, like, a uplifting vibe. All these songs is kind of dark, feel me? Yeah. Except for Best Me, but most of them are kind of, like... Like, where's he going with this? So, like, I feel like I, I don't know, bro. I just captivated that feeling. I agree. Like, that, like all those songs hold that scene. They make me feel the same feeling, all six of them. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. No, it has that, it has that, like, the, the, the dark, like, he definitely is going through some shit or went through some shit, and it's, like, an actual real-life experience. There's a theme with it. Yeah. You know, it's not just a random, bunch of random songs. There's a theme here. You know, mm-hmm. and the theme is already there in the sound, mm-hmm. so he can talk about anything he wants with that sound. Because like, oh, Jersey Club, but then you add the actual theme behind another theme, so it's all Jersey Club, and it's all tied into like, you know, heartbreak type shit, yeah. realization of like, oh, now I'm better without you. You know, I'm going through this, and man, you see it in, in all the songs, bro. Yeah. And in the biggest one right now, best for me. That is like in the city you hear it in the clubs like when it comes to local songs right now in the city it's like the hottest song in the club when yeah. it comes to Rhode Island artists. Yeah. If we're being honest. I'm not gonna lie, like when I when that song comes on at the club, like people don't even know it's me. Like most people, I mean, most people who know me know it's me. But even like people I've never met, like I'm just looking around the club and I'm just like feeling the vibe and I'm like. But there's people on the other side of the club loving this song. They don't even know whose song it is. They never heard it. They just love it because it's like, it's crazy, bro. Like, I've never been more, like, proud of, like, honestly, to say it because I'm really proud of how it came out. Like, it came out perfect. And there's one thing I can say. I, nothing, no project I've ever put out is perfect. But I feel like that one came out perfect. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying that, like, when I talk to them, they say that this is your best, best project, you know, yeah. like, by a landslide, especially because it's shorter, so it's easier to judge with less songs. Just, yeah. But then there's no fillers at all, no skips at all, just straight to it. And it's like a perfecting of that sound of the Jersey Club back to back to back to back. And it's still different in each song. There's a difference in each song. So then talk about it to people, because for those who don't know, like I said again, he produces his music, especially this project. There's been a lot of times where he uses another person's production. He's open to that. But talk about the idea of you being a rapper that raps but also produces what made you want to do that like were you tired of just waiting on producers responses or did you feel like you can only get your sound that you had was it a way for you to save money like what was the actual strategy behind that mindset so honestly like i made beats because i was like why not you know what i mean I, I i started out like recording myself engineering myself so i knew how to record i knew how to mix i knew how to master I didn't know how to produce. So I'm like, y'all, I'm missing. Like, this is one key component that I don't have is, like, I need to know how to make beats. Yeah. So I was just playing around with it. A lot of the beats I made early on, they weren't they weren't good at all, honestly. But that thing you said, like, that sound, like, I know exactly what I want. I'll go through 100 beats in my email, and it'll be like, yo, this one's about to be the one. And then he puts the drums in this awkward pattern that I can't rap on or... It's just like the the timing, or he used the wrong drum and it sounds bad. Like, if I just had this melody, or if I could just separate the components of this beat, I could have made it perfect. Yeah. So I just stopped wasting my time. I was really like, let me just figure out how to do this. So like, I'll know off the rip. 
it's like I got a lot of people who hit me up because they love they love my beats and they're like, yo, send me beats, send me beats. But the truth is, like, I don't make beats and tuck them. You know what I mean? Like in the moment, I make beats for the moment. So if I don't end up using the beat to make a song that very moment, I probably will throw it out. It'll probably be a hit. It'll probably be a crazy beat for somebody else that would love it. But the truth is, if it's not for me, I will make it. I'll just trash it. I'll be like, nah, let's make another one. I'm already getting sick of it. I'm sick of hearing it. Let's make another one. So, like, I already know it's perfect for me. You know what I mean? And what what do you use? What program do you use uh, to make beats? FL Studio. So, I use I use Logic Pro to record. I use FL Studio for the beats. And then, um, I do all my music on Logic, but when it comes to beats and all that good stuff, it's like, FL's way better for all that stuff. So, I just yeah. stick, I stick with FL. And all the tutorials you see is in FL. I don't even like making beats in Logic. It's messy. Yeah. Nah. But, but yeah, bro, it's like, like I know what I want. I know nobody knows me better than me, so I always make beats that sound perfect for me. Facts. Yeah. And when it comes to you, you know, you you knowing you better than you on a personal level. Talk to the people about you know something that we both relate to and fatherhood. How has fatherhood been with you? You know, we both have children. You know, two year old children now. So it's a situation that definitely changed our lives. You know, we damn near almost had them on the same day. But talk about that moment of, like, now you being a father and still being a rapper. Yeah, bro, honestly, I'm not going to lie. When my daughter was born, like, I took a break. I took a huge break from music. Like, I took a whole step back because, you know what I mean, that first year and a half, like, just that first year being a father is, like, they need all your attention, you know what I mean? So oh yeah, it's like... I mean, it's still cool. Like I can still be a rapper and be a dad. It's not like it, it's not like it really intervenes with what I got, what like my my creative side. But as far as like music wise, like I feel like I took it a lot more serious. You know, what mm. I mean? like I stopped. Like, like yeah, I always do it for fun. But like, once my daughter was born, it was like I didn't have the time like I used to. So when I did lock in, like I made sure like like I went all in. You know what I mean? Like I just like it's just a different. I, I approach it different now. Like. Give it my all more than I did before. More was for fun. Oh, that that sounds cool. Or you know what I mean. But now I'm like taking it like full fledged. Like if it's not a hit, just close the laptop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's how I've been. Like I don't got time for this. I don't got time to play around with anymore. Like I started taking it way more serious. And that's honestly the one change I could tell you is like it's like it's like a different reality you live in now. Like you got a person that depends on you. You got a future that you got to uphold. You got to. You gotta make something of what you're doing. You can't just it's not for fun no more. Like this is like how's it gonna feed me? How's it gonna oh, yeah. feed my family? Like so that's the transition I say, like just been on my on my shit, like trying to get my shit perfect. Like I'm not doing the games no more, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. No hundred percent. And then I feel like something that definitely defines an artist is always their story. And something that's a significant part of your story, I would always say when you are a Swifty fan and you see his post and you see the music that he either, especially back in the day, would upload, delete, you know, especially songs that you'd be like, oh, where did the song go? He'll post it and it'll randomly disappear. But then a lot of stuff would be, you know, and there's still stuff, especially out right now, that song that you had recently dedicated up to her. But it was always tied to your mother. You've always had a story that was very unique to a lot of other people because you lost your mother at a young age. Talk about that, if you can, real quick, and how it kind of has impacted your art. Because I feel like it does, like, no matter what. Like, you either put it into your art or through your posts, you can see it kind of impacts maybe your mindset for certain days, your moods, and it can maybe, you know, 
make you creative in a different way that you might not even expect it. So talk about that mindset and, you know, your mother's passing and the impact it's had on your career. Yeah, honestly, some of my best songs, like, I've ever made are about my mom. So when I think about it, like, this is the thing, bro. Like, certain songs, like, I just know, like, I'm tapping into something that's, like, deeper than, like, like stuff I'll ever talk about in real life. So, like, and I be making, like, certain songs and they be getting me, like, emotional. Like, every time I hear it, I get emotional. Oh, yeah. And that's how I know I hit it on the head, like, hit the nail on the head. It's like, this is exactly how I feel. And it's like, I don't even know how I turn this into a song, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you could ask me how I feel. I couldn't tell you. But if I made a song and it's exactly how I feel, like, I'm over here crying every time I hear certain songs, like, pouring my all into, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the lyrics, like, it be deeper than it than it really be on the surface. Like, it be like, damn, how did I manage to... Get this out. Like, get in that mode and, like, not necessarily like the mindset, but like, like not being sad, but just like tapping in to that that feeling, like that I feel all the time, but I can never explain it. So, like her passing was like, honestly, shaped me in so many different ways. Like, as far as like the way I move, like my focus, like my like the way I handle like situations in my life when it comes to like playing around with my time and. And my priorities, like, you know what I mean? Like, that shit just shaped me to a whole different person. Like, I was, I had to grow up quick. So when it comes to, like, music, bro, I don't know how I incorporate it into my music. But when I do, I know I'm doing something special because it's, like, I don't know. It feels organic. It's not It fake. feels like, it's not yeah, like, rushed. none of it's, like, yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, when it comes to those type of songs, I can't make those every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can't make that whenever I want. It's like it comes to you. It's like a it's like a feeling like maybe it's her. Maybe it's her to be honest. You know maybe it's I mean? her coming to you. It's like spiritual, bro, because yeah. it be on some shit where it's like, where am I going right now? But like, I'm going somewhere and it and it's like perfect. Like it always comes out like yeah. exactly exactly how I want it. You know what I mean? I'll never look back and be like, damn, I wish I did that differently because it's like it's just all raw, you know what I mean? It's all real, it's all like genuine. So I'm trying to think of like this one time I made a song, right? I get chills just thinking about it. Like, um, I made this song called A Hundred Tears, right? I love that song. The song's crazy, bro. And it's like, I'm making the song and I'm and I'm and I'm I just put my daughter to bed, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about it. I'm like, damn, my mother's never gonna meet my daughter. She's never gonna be able to see her. You know what I mean? So emotional. I'm getting mad, like I'm getting sad. And that's the thing, when you lose a parent or you lose somebody like that, every achievement you make in your life, you're gonna miss them again. All of it. You graduate, you miss them again. 100%. You may get married, you're gonna miss them. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about when I get married, mother's not gonna be there. That's gonna, I'm gonna get emotional. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So making the song, I'm like, I'm talking about how my mother didn't see my daughter and how she's never gonna be able to see her. And but I'm gonna make sure she knows who she is, so she don't forget who she is. We never forget who she, like who my mother was. And that same year my grandmother died. My grandmother and my grandfather died of COVID a day apart. And when my daughter was born in the hospital, my grandmother couldn't go there because she was scared, you know what I mean, to get sick. Yeah. So she left me a voicemail. And she was like, I love you. She was like, I miss you. I want to see the baby. I wish Susie was here to see the baby. It's the only voicemail I have for my grandmother because anytime she calls, I pick up. You know, one time I didn't pick up. So I'm like making a song. And then it's this one part. It's just empty. I'm like, damn, I don't know what else to say. Go in my voicemail. I go in my voicemails. I get that voicemail. I put it right in the song. Like I tell you, that shit fit. As soon as I stop rapping, 
So Ray with the hook comes back in. I swear to God, it was like made. For, it was made for that beat. It was made to put be put right there. Perfect length and everything. Fucking shit makes me cry every time I hear it. I'm like, damn, that's just perfect. Like fucking perfect. That shit's perfect. If I have a perfect song, it's that one. I that swear one. to God, like that voicemail was made for that beat, for that song, for that day, that moment. That song is crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that's like a that's like a a like a peak. Mm. Record right there. Like, that's like, just like cap. That's like capulite. Like yeah, it might not be my best song. It might be it might be my biggest song. But the energy but with like, the, when you hear it is like what the fuck is that? It's one of them songs. It stands know? out right away. So man, rest in peace to her, man. Yeah. Rest in peace yeah. to them. You know that's a, that's a thing, man. You definitely have gone through a lot. And then when it comes to you, your ties now to you know Rhode Island. Like what is your what is your perspective like looking at? You know, your career so far as a Rhode Island artist, like, how do you see Swifty as a Rhode Island artist, Providence artist right now, and then maybe your goals to come in the future? Because right now, you know, you don't have no plans to move to L.A. or nothing nothing that I know of, right? You're going to be here for, you know, for for a minute. So as a Rhode Island artist, what's been your perspective on the impact Swifty has had to the state and then your goals for in the future? I genuinely, honestly, bro... I don't honestly, I feel like when it comes to like the type of music I make, I don't hear it often. I'm not really surrounded by a lot of people that I feel like I can mend with. Like not that not necessarily fit in with, but like, you know what I mean? Like if I were to make a song with anybody, I would say from Rhode Island, I'd bring my own mm. to the table. Like yeah. it'd be like a thing that that's how Swifty comes. That's how that's how you would expect him to come for me. As far as my, like how people perceive like what I do and what I, I feel like a lot of people like, are fans of my music. They like my music a lot. Um, I feel like when it comes to me, it's like I got a lot of replay value. So, like, I feel like, yeah, it might not be the most people. It might not be everybody, you know what I mean? But for the ones that do tap in, they, they like, they like they stuck. They come back. Yeah. For me, they, like, hooked, you know what I mean? And they, like, play it over and over and over. Like, that's the type of thing that I see a lot. Like, people telling me, like, bro, I literally play this song every day, all day. Or I play it every time I get in the car. You know what I mean? And if if I got 100, 200, 300 people doing that every day, you know what I mean? It's going to show. Like, But as far as, like, getting the whole city on board and, like, making that name and that step, that's still something I'm trying to trying to get my foot in the door and do that. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I genuinely feel like I got a lot to offer. And as far as, like, sonically, it's different. You know, I don't really fit in with anybody in particular. But, and I don't really do what's hot. I kind of do what was true to me, so I won't be on a trend. Like I'm not the type of guy to do the trendy stuff. I'm not I'm not gonna jump on the opium wave. I'm not gonna jump on the underground SoundCloud wave. I'm not gonna jump on the pop wave. I'm not gonna do the drill shit. Like it's just I'm just not that artist, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm just organic. I'm just me. So but that's what I that's my best I can answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who don't know out there, why did Swifty uh what was oh, that man. where that name come from? Where's the start? The origins um, of Swifty? I used to man we used to just, I used to be like freestyling. I was like kid in high school, just freestyling <laughs> over we the know. Bluetooth speaker. We know. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we know. Like I could probably go for like twenty minutes straight for like fifteen beats, still rapping. <laughs> niggas like, bro, this niggas nasty. I don't know. I think I made the name up myself, but I can't remember where it came from. But for real? Nah, I swear to God, nobody gave me that name. I think I made it up. It was just like how quick shit was for me. Like, like Swift. It was just Swift. Yeah, shit was just fast for me. Like, Might have been a teacher real quick, like Miss Miss Pink nah, or something. Nah, nah, definitely. That boy Swift. I don't know what it was. Yeah, because I remember I used to just, I used to call him Swift God. I just came up Swift with God, it. Swift God. Swift God. Yeah. There's a funny story about that Swift God thing, right? So, <laughs> my boy Pablo, man, 
This is Mr. Infamous, Infamous Numb. He has literally like 30 different names. <laughs> this nigga went by Sad Boy Pari, Gucci Dior, <laughs> fucking... He, bro, he, he done changed his name like 15 times. And I remember there was this one party, bro, and me and Michael pulled up. We was in the Odyssey, right? Yeah. And I jumped out. The classic and he seen Odyssey. Me. He seen me. He was like, oh, my God, is that Swift God? And I'm like, what? And, like, I just stuck in my head. Like, it was just stuck in my head. And Michael would say it all the time and then whatever. You know what I'm saying? And then fast forward to college. It's, bro, it's like my first week at URI. So I'm in the dorms, right? And we got the studios. We got the studio mic, the, the computer, all that set up in the boot in the in the dorm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was girls in the halls. And they were like, oh, I heard there's a studio in here. Like, where is it? And I'm like, and mind you, I'm just recording. I'm punching in. Yeah. Was this during TD? Yeah, TD summer. So I'm just punching in. And then I hear a knock at the door. It's Michael's roommate. And he's like, oh, these girls wanted to see where the studio was. So I told him it was in here. And there's just three girls walk in. It was Lorraine. Some girl, I'm not even going to say her name because... She only that attention. Whatever, but yeah. Lorraine, we still good friends. Yeah. And all the other people don't matter. Right. But God bless them. God bless them. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> I was making a song. I don't know if anybody... Man, you got to be like an old... This song's deleted, too. So you got to be an OG Swifty fan, bro. I'm talking about 2016 Swifty fan. Yeah. Remember my first solo song? Well, I wasn't with Michael. I wasn't with Darvin. I wasn't rapping with DSM. It was From the Four. Remember that song, From the Four? Yeah, yeah, From the Four. First solo Swifty song ever. First time I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just do a song by myself. I don't even want to do a song with y'all. <laughs> the girl was in the room when I was making it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what would be dope? If you got on the beat and you said, oh my God, is that Swift God? I told her to get up and say it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, all right, I'll do it. And she got up and she said it. And I was like, this shit is hard, bro. Dropped that shit the next day. <laughs> like, that shit went crazy. All the people in TD, all the people, you're like, oh, you rap, blah, 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 whatever. Everybody was lit. Come to find out, like maybe like a year or two later, I took it down. I wasn't feeling it no more. Then, like I said, when I was fucking around with the beats, I'm like, bro, I need a tag. Yeah, hell yeah. So, for anybody that, so really, it's like a, it's like an Easter egg. Like mm-hmm. that tag is like from the first Swifty song ever, mm-hmm. which is crazy. That's crazy. And Nobody knows that. And it wasn't even meant to be like, no. let me create a tag. It was no. just something that you did for like, oh, to add to the song, and then now it lives on forever. Yeah. I filtered it and everything. You like if you listen real close, you it can still like echo. you can still hear the beat from the other yeah, song. Yeah, like a little like ding, 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 whatever the beat was. Mm. The whole the bit so the attacks from my first song. Wow. So it's low key legendary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's low key like some like she's kind of she's kind of a legend though. Too, she though. is, but I ain't gonna say her name. Yeah. <laughs> God bless her, you know. God she, bless her. she might she write. Gave, she gave us probably. I'm one just of hoping best she tags. don't hit me up one day. Like, can you stop using it? Then I'm gonna have to make somebody else say it. I just AI it. Oh, I'll just get another girl to say I'm I'll, I'll say it for you, anybody I'm my freaking little sister you. to say it don't even matter your, your, little, uh, your daughter my I'll daughter be hard. Be hard, Ooh, be hard bro cause I saw who recently there was a there was a big one that has like their 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 son or something say like a tag I forgot who was it but that, that always happens there's mm. people that have that like um Joe Budden's podcast has like I a mean, drop I with mean, his tri- son Trippy Red shit is trippy always red, hard uh, I love was it called? I, I love like, Trippy I Ray. I love Trippy Ray. He said it was his um. He told me he told hey, us it was, was his nephew. fans nephew. Fans nephew. Some hard. shit. So that's hard. That that'll be hard though. One day your daughter doing that. No, uh, yeah. I, we're gonna. I'm gonna make a whole song with my daughter when she gets. Hell yeah. So, man. So last words for everyone out there in Providence, Rhode Island, especially if they're an artist that wants to become a rapper and artist. That is also a rapper producer like yourself. Mm. You know, someone out there watching. What's the words for them? Any words of advice? Any key points that you want to maybe give them? 
honestly, I feel like the biggest the biggest thing you could ever do for yourself is learn how to record yourself. Like learn how, learn the tech the technical side of making music. Like yeah, it's cool to be a rapper. It's cool to fuck it. Some people don't even write their raps, or other people write it for them. That's cool, but know what you like. Know how to record. Know how to punch in. Know how to edit, mix, EQ. Like learn that stuff, cause when you in a, even if you're in the studio, it's gonna be useful. You're gonna be with an engineer, and he, he's not gonna know what you're talking about, cause you don't know the terminology. You don't know the techni- technicalities of what you're asking him to do. Yeah, he's like, oh, put it underwater. Like you mean put like lower to higher frequencies? You know what I mean? Like you gotta really know what you're trying to say, so niggas can really create good and cr- create the actual sound that you're trying to achieve. Now, if you can do it yourself, you're gonna save yourself money. Shit, you're gonna save yourself time. You could punch in for you could make it twelve hours. It took me twelve hours to make Cyclone. I don't even like that song no more. But it took me twelve hours. Imagine I paid twelve hours of studio time for that song. I'd be broke. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Broke. <laughs> Broke. From 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. I swear. And I went to class 15 minutes after. I swear I did. Broke. So learn how to record yourself before before you even think about making beats. Or some people learn how to make beats before you learn how to record themselves. Either way, learn it. Because all my friends, bro, I got four or five friends I can name right now. I taught them how to record. They all Now they all own their own studios. They They bought their own equipment. They make their own beats. They do all that stuff. So. And they and they're saving every cent. If I'm thinking, let's think about my my better for me, better without you project. Six songs, six beats. I ain't spending a dollar on beats. I ain't spending a dollar on studio time. And I ain't spending a dollar. I ain't, I ain't spending no money. Free. Got a whole project for free. Every dollar is mine. Like you know what I'm saying? What's mm-hmm. why wouldn't you want that? Yeah. But it's not for everybody, bro. I mean, it, it takes a bit of like knowing yourself to know how to make beats. So like, hey. Now, if 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 it was easy, everybody would do it. But that's one thing I could say. Yeah. At least do the the at least learn how to like Record the terminology yourself. part of like recording and shit. Hell yeah, man! Forget the beats. The beats is like when you when you want it, like really take it to the next level. But focus on the music part, like knowing how to work your own voice and know what's for you. You know what I mean? That's that's the that's the key right there. Hell yeah! I save my people thousands, bro. So much money, bro. Not even funny. Bro, you're saving crazy money, especially because, like, you got to think about everything that's what you have so much unreleased music that I imagine, like, and different types of beats and different types of, like, styles that if I had to pay, if I had to pay a hundred, if I had to pay a hundred dollars for every, every, if I got 200 unreleased songs and I want to drop them, I got to pay a hundred dollars for each beat. That's 20 racks. Like, so say I got, I need four hours for each song. I got over 200 unreleased songs. What's that? $40, $45 an hour. What's that? $250 to make a song. 200 times? Who wants to pay that? <laughs> That's crazy. If you think about every song I've ever released prior to Better Without You, I made with a $200 setup. That was that was, that was the mic, the interface, and the headphones for 200 My setup now is thousands, bro, like $8,000 for my whole setup right now, Yeah, which is crazy. And I don't even got no music out with my new setup. You got the big boy, the big boy joining. I'm still tucking all the hits I made on my new setup. I still haven't even... Put it out. <laughs> so if you think about everything that's out right now, if I were to tell you to go listen to my music right now, that's all made with a two hundred dollar setup. Come on, bro. Yes. So it's just keys right there. That's like dropping gems right there. Gems, bro. There Easy. we have it. Um, you know my favorite artist from Rhode Island right now, and for a while, um, it's probably gonna stay for a while. Like the same, you know, Swifty in the building stopping by, and you know if you guys are interested in any information 
any connection, you know, want to connect any business, etc., with Swifty, you know, give them your handle. What's your Instagram again? Instagram and Twitter, little Swifty underscore. Um, as far as like, I don't use Facebook, none of that stuff. <laughs> SoundCloud, it's just Swifty with everything on the platform. All platforms is dollar sign Swifty. And what's your Twitch as well? Twitch, my Twitch is, it's weird. It's S W F T V. S W F T V. Swift V. Swift V. But with no vowels. No vowels. Swifty with no vowels and no Y V. Because the other one was already taken, right? Probably. It's my gamer tag, bro. So I, I recently oh, yeah, yeah. had that channel for Xbox and like streaming and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like games and shit. But I ended up using it for. But the other one's probably taken, it. anyways. Like if you yeah, try to find nah. it by now, like Swifty. I could probably switch it, but I could probably make a new one. But I already got like a good amount of yeah, followers on, on there and stuff. So I don't. I think I'll just stick with it. Yeah, yeah. So make th- sure I, I check them out. I think you can rename it. Yeah. I think they give you like they one give change one renown, a year. One renewal? One renown. Yeah, I'll, I think, I'll, I'll probably switch so. it up so it's all the same. Yeah, but there we have it, man. You know, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Cap, episode 90. Um, Swifty came through, did his thing, and like I said, extremely talented, especially when it comes to the production side of him making his own music. It's been one of the things that's been extremely impressive for me because, like I said, again... He was one of the people early on in my life, in my childhood, you know, or teenage years in high school where he would discover so many unheard of new artists and new sounds and new songs that he would show me. And I'm always, always impressed. I'm like, oh, bro, this shit's hard. I never heard what is hard. And we would always connect on that level. So I'm like, this guy sonically has a good ass ear. And that stood out for me before he started making music. And then he started making music. And I'm like, oh. This motherfucker already had a good ear. So now if he does make it, does his own music, this is going to go crazy, right? And at first, for so long, so many years, using other people's beats, and now he's starting to use his own beats, getting better and better by the day. I think the sky is 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 not even the limit. It's the view for his career. So we're just going to start over here. Club Ambition, Swifty. You know, we are out. Providence to the world. Rhode Island to the world. See you next week. But where the drug's at? With a drug. Oh, was, oh want to end it with the word of the drug? Put that shit. That's how we're going to get copyrighted. That's how we're going to end it. this I got shit. You. So, so. They probably were independent back then. Nah, 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 nah. Do you, they had to be independent. You think they were assigned to the label? They had a label back then? <laughs> <laughs> they definitely was independent. They had to be independent. Unless they it's stole not even, the beat. It's, it's, the, it's the letters. We're, we're the... Yeah, it was like an acronym. Oh, my God. If you find it, I'll find it on here because I think this is already hooked up to the Bluetooth. uh, Drugs. uh, Where the drugs at? Where the drugs at? Where the drugs? You're not going to find that on Apple. The easiest way is to type Devo, bro. Devo? Yeah. Yeah, this is like impossible to find. Yeah. Oh, you got it? Play on the mic. Classic for the city. Where the drugs at, nigga? Where the drugs at, nigga? Someone please tell me where the drugs at, nigga? My nigga, my nigga, where the drugs at, nigga? Someone please tell me where the drugs at, nigga? My nigga, my nigga, where the drugs at, nigga? Someone please tell me where the drugs at, nigga? Like, where the fuck are the drugs at? Need that. Someone tell me where the drugs at, where the drugs at, where the drugs at. <laughs>
<laughs> and we out this bitch. Yeah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>